Everyone knows that deep down I'm disappointed with them. Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Mirage. What's up, Queens? What do you say there, bottle load? A bar in a garage. You're on with apple juice and dick in the morning. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? I'm laughing at you, not with you. Now that's the time. It's Friday night and I'm in Queens. Goddamn right. Thank God. Live from the garage. It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. I'm packing my pistol. I do quite well for myself. They call it a barrage. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Pick two of these Holy shit, Jay! Zoot Zoot Charlie. Rusty Beard. Fucking fireball! Sir. Listen to Live from the Garage. Don't listen to us. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Puppets. Yo, Kev! I've only come out at night. Time to six. Go punks yourself. My oozy of ooze. Nobody wants anything to ooze. You can tell by the way that I wear my pants. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. man, no time to practice. Let's do the news. That's the news. And that's the news. <laughs> You wrong Tron, bro. Correct <laughs> Tron, bro. Oh. The Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. Thunderbolt. Tilda Swinton, Dan. That's all day, my drawings. Well, if you tuned into Live from the Barrage tonight on Radio Nope, you've correct Tron, my friends. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hello, everybody. How are you? We're here on Radio Nope. Thank you, Tree Voigt, and his tremendous <laughs> show. Preemptive. See you next, See week. next week. Thank yeah, you. tune in. Yeah, tune the fuck in. Thank you very much. Tune, uh, tune in and drop out here on Live from the Broad on Radio Nope. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we're here with Tommy Rockstar, Ryan Collins, and Patrick Hello. Walsh. And uh, that's it. And that's all we need. That's what we got. Basically, we're just going to lock the door. And, and hope, we're out of here. Hope no small Sicilian trolls try to break <laughs> into the window. This is the core, baby. If there was a window. Every week at poker, some guy, some guy who comes here, his name's Ricky Rope, right? Oh, he's like, he, he doesn't does anybody have any real names anymore? No, I, have, I don't have his phone number. I Johnny don't know his Bag last name. Johnny Bag of Donuts, whoever the hell is showing up, FUD. His prison ID number. Uh, you know what you need? You need a window in here. He's like, I'll put, everyone's got an idea. And I, like, I, like, I don't know how to put in a window. I put in every fucking window in this house. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know who I am? I kicked him straight out of the walls and put brand new windows in. Out of here. Right. I put like one drywall screw in every window. No, Hurricane Schmurricane. Schmurricane. <laughs> Billy Ain't going to see it from my new house. Zach, fuck out of here, Katrina. <laughs> Whatever you call. Thank you, everybody. Uh-huh. We're not allowed to name them after broads anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> now we got to mix it up. Hurricane, mix Hurricane it up. Alphonse is coming. Alphonse. <laughs> Fuck out of here. If it's over like 50 miles per hour winds, you got to name it or something like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, right. Dude, yeah. all I know is I drove over here with no headlights on, man. It's <laughs> nice. Oh, that's, that's dangerous. Did you? No, it's sunny you drove, Tommy tells me he needs a business meeting with me at 7.15, right? That's right. We had this big business meeting. He did a great job, by the way. I won't reveal what it's about, but it was a, he's, he's a, amazing spreadsheets and all this presentation. He had about five minutes to do it because last night he texted me at like one in the morning. He's like, uh, and I'm watching a Shark Tank on my couch, <laughs> as you would, like trying to go to sleep. And finally, I turn, I'm like, I, I have to turn the TV off. I'll never wake up for work. I have to because I'll watch every episode of Shark Tank, and I don't, I've I don't even that. like this show. Oh, I love the show. So Tommy shows up. We do this big business meeting, and he's like, "I'll be there at 17." Oh, and you're in the mood now, right? Oh, when he sent me 7:15, I started laughing while I was making a turkey and cheese sandwich at one o'clock in the morning. Delicious. Like, yeah, right. And what time did I show up? Uh, 7:41. That's right. <laughs> 
And how, <laughs> right on time. 20 minutes, uh, 19 minutes before the start of the actual and show. And you want to be my merch guy? Yeah. <laughs> Vandalay Industries and shit. <laughs> But we got our Vandalate. In. We got the meeting in. Tommy's a Tommy. <laughs> Stu Nodfeld. We got the meeting in there, though. It all worked out. You don't feel tardy, but you fucking are. So we did get the meeting in. Tommy's a, a fantastic pitch man. He nailed it down in 10 minutes. If I was on, if I was Mark Cuban, I would uh, totally. Did yeah, you still you, use you'd coil? invest, right? I would invest. I'm in. Right. What's going on? You can't hear anything, Pat? Now I can't. No. Thank you. Fuck I need m- I need more Tommy. <laughs> uh, Brad in the chat box says spreadsheets. Hit me. And those are in hashtag form. Thank you, everyone, on the chat box. You for got joining it, buddy. Us. We got a little Rosa. Garth, number 30. Bunch of people. Tree. Conan. Bob. Jacques. Hey, I might everybody's see out there. I might see someone who's homes next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Chicago on Tuesday. Hey, wait a minute. I'm going to Chicago you, on oh, Tuesday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're going to record with the legendary recordist uh, Bob Ross. Or that's whatever. correct. Yeah. <laughs> you are correct. But, dude, I'm actually flying out on Tuesday. What, what time are you flying out? Oh, uh-oh. I think 2 p.m.? Uh, I'm playing on 11. On his oh. new album, Pretty Little Trees. Hey, uh, Tommy's like, where are you staying, Pat? Pat's like, uh, yeah, my uh, my address is 3. <laughs> When are you flying back? Oh, whoops. I don't know, Sunday, I think. Okay, yeah, because I'm flying in at Friday at like 11 o'clock, and I land right before the news starts. So if I land at LaGuardia and I hustle really fast, I can get here to do the news. That's <laughs> what you're never going to get out of LaGuardia. No. Never happened, Jack. I like when Tommy comes straight from the plane to the show, though. It's funny. Mm. That might just happen, dude. It's like 11.29. Is there, is there a Jax in Chicago? <laughs> We say hello to Conan, who had the PRF Barbecue West out there. Big success. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, big success, I said. Oh. Just now. <laughs> he was in the Tune newspaper in. and stuff. His mug is on the like an article and everything. So, Conan, oh, he got the paper to cover that? Conan working his ass off. I don't know if he got the paper to cover it, but the paper covered it. So. Huh? Good stuff. I have no idea if he released a, issued a press release or what. We haven't heard from Conan in a while. I should call in and tell us all about it. Uh, yeah, you should. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Five seven seven two seven one six. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, Tommy, because I want to uh, make sure the Skype is working. Because at nine o'clock, we have a special guest calling in. I heard about this. And please, you know, w- Pat, you're Irish. I think Blair, right? Oh, the Skype totally was not on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, there you go. Lucky Lair. Mm. It's not Lairer. <laughs> La- Lairer. I don't know. I can't pronounce anything. I'm so sorry. Sound Irish to me. I'm so sorry. Just roll the R. I can't do it anymore. I can't pronounce anyone's name. Lara. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Move, move away from the, the mic. At the yeah, end. that's right. It's not Lair. No, Lair. it's Lair. Lair. Skype. Slayer. Is this show like... You got a Lair of the Slayer. That's how you do it. <laughs> You got to layer the slayer. <laughs> it took me a while. I got. So it. glad I came in, John. Yes, I am. We made it. I got some new Woody drops here. You know how Woody has a song called uh, "Token and Stroking." Yeah. He's also got a song called uh, uh, "Tugging and Glugging." Now. Oh, really? Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. I guess when you're uh, you're tugging off and you're also drinking, tugging and glugging, and then he's a multitasker. I have this sound drop when he's uh, doing this. Stooping and you know. pooping, baby. <laughs> Stooping and pooping. Very good. <laughs> Just sounds really. Disgusting. Where'd you find that? Uh, on our show. No. <laughs> tune in. On our <laughs> Tune in. Just check it out every Every Friday all. night at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And the 9 p.m. hour, we'll be interviewing Lucky Lair from... Uh, 
Circle Jerks, Red Cross, All Bad sorts. Religion, Wasted Youth. He seems to be like the go-to guy when, you're, when your drummer blows it. He's been called the like, greatest punk rock drummer of all time. Let's just call Lucky Lair and get, stop the nonsense. He's like the yeah. Josh Freeze of drummers. You want to just call him now and cut it out? Yeah. <laughs> let's just get Lucky Lair and stop the nonsense. Tommy, did you say he's the Josh Freeze of drummers? Yeah. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> he's the Michael Jordan of basketball, and we're going to be talking to him at 9 o'clock. So, uh, that's exciting, yeah, man. Fun he's, show, man. He's been Very exciting. I'm excited, man. I love and and you know he's got these drum videos now like instructional 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 videos, and I want to ask him about that. I I have a feeling we're going to do an hour of like a, um, a traditional grip versus Dan Darris Thomas talk overhand grip talk. So <laughs> strap in. <laughs> so how do you hold the sticks? Well, I hold them like this. What kind of grip are you into? Yeah. <laughs> what do you eat? five A's five B's? Yeah, it says here in my it says here in my notes you like grips. Uh. I heard yeah. you used to rock the 408s back in the 90s. Gotta is that choke, true? Got to choke up on it. <laughs> One of my friends is a no, don't PR... choke up. You swing on things like a baseball. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm writing that down. Oh. One of my friends has a PR company. He told me uh, today that he got off the phone with Matt Sorum from uh, from Guns N' Roses, and I told him not to let him know that I let his autograph wash off in the shower. Because if you recall, that, that's the only one I didn't keep on my arm. Right, well, you right. got to you got to wash your dick. There's your Tommy <laughs> update. Uh, ben, now back to grips. <laughs> hey, you're on a Tommy talk here. Grip, not grip. You're on tattoo talk, Tommy Rockstar. How do you set up your uh, cymbal stand? Do you like a boom? I, I swear to God, I'm going to ask him shit like that. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to ask him how straight the snare is. We'll get to that. Uh-oh. And here he is. No, that's somebody from New Jersey, 201. Sounds like a music off number. My boss, call you on the air. Hey, turn down your radio, sir. Hey, hey, up, oh, you had a prank call. Well, somebody from New Jersey with their radio turned very far. It's probably music off. Mm. Probably kept that Jersey number. Yeah. Right. Two oh one. he's back. Yeah, you're on the air. What redo? Seattle calling. Hey, I knew it was you. Turn down your radio. You did right. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been drinking for like five hours. It's great. Give a fuck. <laughs> Happy Friday. Thank you. I figured, you know, I treat myself. Live a little. What's up, Brian? As you should, nothing. Calling to say hello and to talk to you guys about the lameness of the uh, 10 lists of bands that you have or haven't seen that's going around Facebook right now. Cause right. John, I know, what you, I know what your favorite band is. That you never got to see. Well, that's and I why I have one too. That's why I put it because it's it's shameful, you know. So I was hoping uh, I would get a little more heat than that. Shameful. <laughs> right, shameful. <laughs> but see, would you, but I've never, but, I've never have seen the Beastie Boys, and uh, I love them. Well, that's but just never, disgusting. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you have one. Where, now, where did I mean, you not see them? Where did you not see them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, two. That's it. It's two home runs. Brian Musikoff. Uh, Travis Darno with Darneau. his second home run of the game. Five to go. three Mets. Don't guy. you know? Yeah. So that's that. Ryan, what what band <laughs> haven't you seen? Me? Uh, yeah. James Brown died six days before. I had tickets, and he died six days before the Christmas concert. Day. Oh, that was the New Year's. Oh, no, that sucks. <laughs> the New Year's Eve show? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That <laughs> <laughs> sucks. And uh, who's there? Is Walt there? <laughs> Yeah, so that was hey, tape hey. of James Brown <laughs> on stage. Well, what's what, what's your band, a band that you love that you never got to see? I've never seen the uh, the B fifty twos. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never seen I them have. Either. 
Oh. I never saw them either. And then I had the opportunity to see them actually about a year and a half ago, and I fucking completely spaced on it. They're like your favorite band. Yeah, pretty much. I saw them, uh, well, I mean, I saw them like five or six years ago at Coney Island. They were mm. great. The best part about the show is Belinda Carlisle opened up. I told you guys this. And uh, How's she holding up? Just fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she hey, shows Tommy, up Tommy. and, wait, hey, shut up. She what? shows up and. Uh, <laughs> it's like you're still on the show. Yeah, it's like you're still here, but I don't have to look at you. <laughs> she shows up and quickly she goes, uh, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. My band is, was stuck on the plane. They couldn't get here. So I'm going to sing to the tape. I remember. You She's like, it. I'm going to sing, but it's a tape. Sorry. Mm. And we're like, no problem. And she was great. Yeah, and the no B-52s problem. came on. They were great, but they're not gonna, loud enough. I'm going to put on some Capri pants and sing to the tape. What do you, you think know, of that? Yeah. All those people, you know, Music Off's people, they sit around Coney Island complaining about the noise. Music Off's people. Yeah. I mean, bald people. Go ahead. People. So, Tommy, what you've seen everyone. What's one band that you regret not seeing? Oh, I didn't see a list from you, Tom. I got to say, it's probably uh, Led Zeppelin. And what I mean by that is they reunited in 2007 at the O2 no, Arena. No, that, you, you got to pick something better that, that's been more. No, but like know. everybody thought, oh, great, they're going to reunite and I mean, they're going to do a whole world yeah, tour. Yeah, but they weren't around the whole time like the Ramones of the Beastie Boys. Like I, you, you have an excuse for not seeing Led Zeppelin. Well, no, I just had the chance to go to that show, and I decided not to go because I knew they were going to do a whole world tour, and it would work out, and I don't need to go to England, and they never did. They just did that one show. Flew to Vegas to see Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Tommy's I'll get to it when I get to it. Tommy's actually on the phone right now calling in from Jadrul's secret island where everyone's stuck on that island. Hey, you're blowing up my news. <laughs> Tommy's the calling in from the island. He spent twelve thousand dollars to go watch Blink One Eighty Two. Exactly. He's so right. lost in the hat. He's like, so Blink One Eighty Two playing the playing the hatchet. Lost and, and Crash, uh, the Bahamas premiere. Dave Matthews cover band. He's also <laughs> one of the season. Tommy, you flew out to see the uh, Crash into us. It's Tommy video. talk. Yes, I flew to uh, Chicago for the Riot Fest to see, and that was totally worth every penny, dude. They were fucking. That was yeah. one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, I missed out on that one. So who else? Who else is there? Is, uh, Pete, is Pete there? Yeah, Pete's standing right here. It's uh, Trav and Pete. But he's not it's very hey, talkative. What, what, band, what band haven't you seen, Pete, that you regret? Madonna. <laughs> monkey Pup. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen hey, the Grateful good. Dead. <laughs> this is Traveling Bully. Pete speaking <laughs> from the grave. <laughs> now, he'll be in here a little later. He's not here right now. All right. Well, you guys have a great interview. I'm you know, Ryan's here. I'm glad we got this. What? I'm glad we got this question out of the way now because asking Mario this question would be like a half an hour ordeal. Yeah. Well, let me yeah, see. Yeah, I have a, a whole, list. A whole let me go to my notes. <laughs> I never saw Jimmy <laughs> Cliff. <laughs> Brian, what do you have? Pl- <laughs> but I gave him a D. Brian, what do you have planned for this weekend out in Seattle? Seattle. Uh, this weekend, well, live from the bar- barrage tonight, of course. I have a friend coming over to listen with me. We're waiting for her. Hey, you. Nice date and night. Then, yeah. And then we have uh, a punk rock flea market at City Center tomorrow. That Ooh. sounds way fruity. Yep, and then Sunday is uh, reserved for uh, a pinball. I'm, I'm way into Ooh. pinball now. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> pinball oh, really? I do think. Has to be a twist. So, wait, before we close out. How many umbrellas do you own now? Listen, wait, hang on. For those of us who don't know. She's got like six umbrellas to taped together. He's got like six umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a lot of umbrellas. His apartment yeah, building has a giant umbrella over it. <laughs> exactly. 
So, come on. <laughs> that's the like, sandwich is coming, yeah, umbrellas. Exactly. That's like one of those things. Like that, that's considered like a, like a, like a new, a new thing for the young people coming in. It's like, yeah, that's a modern amenity. A big umbrella over the yeah. building. <laughs> Go ahead, and Brian. We got a gym hey. in the basement. Storage. What are you guys' thoughts on umbrellas? Umbrellas just do not. I think no one if, uses umbrellas. Just get a good raincoat. Right. I try not to. You when you live in, well, when you live in New York City, it's kind of easy because, like, all right, so. If it's raining like crazy, I might get soaked on my way to. But I'm on the way to the train. I know how to go under awnings. I get, when I get on the train, mm-hmm. then I get on the subway. I'm underground the whole time. You get out. Now you're underneath scaffolding because everything's constantly under construction. Yep. And you got to right? weave your, weave your way through Manhattan underneath the scaffolding and <laughs> just totally like not get wet in a torrential rainstorm. I love it. torrential. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. Uh, torrential. Um, Umbrellas are still not. I'm more obsessed with the guys who just pop out of nowhere with a case full of umbrellas and be like, $5. Like, where do those guys come yeah. from? By the way, umbrellas are still not uh, appearing second on the second stage at Firefest. The guy in the walking Bahamas around Times Square with the golf umbrella. This weekend. Fuck that guy. Right. Uh, Fuck that guy. Yes. But even in the rainiest state of Seattle, I don't need an umbrella. You just get a good shell. You get- what's it, uh, what's it like all to you? you what's it like to you out there? Is it a lot worse than you thought it was going to be? Brian just brings rain no. on his head. Is it constantly just like buckets on my fucking head? <laughs> he shellacks his head with a rain yeah. with a paintbrush while that's listening it. to shellac. Keep it shiny. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Thanks. You, you'll have to, Ryan. You'll have to come out and visit sometime, and you'll love it. You'll, you won't. Oh, did you put your head in the shine old ball? Brian, Brian, you're like me. Other people stand under your. You're like me. Other people stand under your nose when it's raining. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're... <laughs> well. It's funny because you guys have huge noses. Yeah, I don't think you have a big nose, yeah. right? Yeah, I, 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 no, I can smell Ryan's breath all the way. Don't yeah. get me wrong; you can say what you want. I like it. Ryan's, Roman, it's a fine I, I'm, Roman I'm nose. Looking at, I'm looking at Ryan's nose right now, and he's a handsome guy. I, but and uh, but true. you do have a large nose, but it's I don't not think so. Not freakishly large, but no, your no, nostrils no. are huge, yeah, dude. Yeah, you have, I never it. noticed that before. You, I, have, you have huge fucking nostrils. Why? I pick my nose. Don't share your well, blow. Yeah, if you yeah. don't, I mean, if you if you I, say I you never like pick your nose, you're a liar, a dirty yeah. liar. I don't know. It's, I wonder. Like I, I wondered if it like uh, caused a lifetime of it caused no, it to get bigger. No, it's genetic. That's They're, what it is, yeah, right? Those it's things. My, are, it's I, from being half Sicilian. I, I, can, I can fit Tommy yeah. Rockstar spreadsheets up there. <laughs> I can fit his news. Hey, fun, fun fact. <laughs> it's the nose news. It's the nose with Gary yeah, Gadoo. The nostril news. So a fun, a fun, a fun, off the rails already. What is it? Eight thirteen. Smell the news is here. <laughs> the news. Fun fact: No one in my family has a nose like me. I broke my nose three times. Right, oh, man. That's why I have a, a pretty big nose. It's not a it's not a family or a or a or like a like a. Oh a, come on! I've seen pictures when you were, when no, you were like not. five. No, you still no, no really? No. Family had small noses. You really? bigger, How'd you break your nose? Give us the one, two, three. That's exactly um, how it went down. Let's see, there was swing set, swing set, a step in a swimming pool, and a basketball. Oh, wow! No, nothing, nothing. Oh. It was all my own doing. No, no, no good fight stories. Boo! Well, you got a bigger heart. <laughs> so, and you're handsome yeah, too. There you go. He is a oh, handsome guy. I think yeah, Brian. I think guy. Brian's an attractive man. I knew, very good looking. I knew dude. Brian as a young yeah. man. I knew him when he was yeah. in his twenties. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. He worked in the Brill Building with me. He worked on it for Broadway yeah. Video, and oh, I worked for Sound One. That's right. Yeah. The Brill Building. Yeah. John, he had a, he had John, a, yeah. Of course, John, you knew that. What do you say there, bottle nose? His. Yeah. Hair yeah I remember that. We were slapping the old yeah. records yeah. off each yeah. other's heads. Tin Pan Alley. Yeah. I remember you drew Dondi. 
Remember when Brian used to draw the comic Dondi? Dondi, oh, Jesus. So, before <laughs> yeah, I go... This is not a highlight of your career. Wait, listen. For listeners who don't know, John never saw his favorite band. We didn't. You never saw the Ramones. <clears throat> you know, I never did. And now that someone said that he played Lollapalooza, I had to backtrack in my mind and say, did I see the fucking Ramones? Ooh. I'm still not sure. 96, baby. Because they played at Randall's no, 94. Island. 94. Randall's. <laughs> <laughs> they played on Randall's yeah. Island? Randall's Island, 1994, the Ramones. I had to be there. No, they I'm weren't thinking. there for that show. The they Ramones played Lollapalooza. I saw them there. 94? 94, 95. Maybe it was. I went, yeah. I, you you started off saying 96. Well, 96 is the year they broke up, so they I can't was, be that year. I went to Randall's Island the year that Tool played. And it was Brand a good... <laughs> Tool. Well, actually, if you remember... I, I, I'm not a fan. I just remember they played. John Worcester said that he Superchunk played, so I think it was the year Superchunk and Ramon shared the well, stage. Superchunk was on like a second stage when I saw yeah. them at Lollapalooza, mm. yeah. which was weird. Oh, okay. And Sebado was on a second. I don't know. All these Lollapaloozas and Tibetan Freedom concerts, yeah. all, they or, all blend and, into one and, for me. And oh, Irish football up. matches. I had a ponytail. I was walking around in a backpack looking for the Miss I Tent. I, saw, I have no I idea what was happening. I think I saw Cork play Carrie in an exhibition game. <laughs> I seriously don't remember. Like, just... I'll, look, I'll look it up. I'll find out. Greg if and I were serving warm so, Guinness. I, I don't. I never saw the Ramones, but like, there's a chance that I might have and completely forgotten it. Maybe they sucked. Wow. I, I think they sucked at Lollapalooza. Right? I'm sure you saw them locally. Well, you wouldn't want to no. see him there. Like in the bar. I never did. Yeah. Oh, well, Joey Ramone did say the name of my our band once, Pat. That's correct. He said Desperate How'd awesome. that happen? He used to date Jay Levitz's uh, girlfriend probably at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I don't know who was on the phone. He was like, Desperagula glue or something. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. That was Say hi to those guys in Desperacity. Yeah, that's all I needed. That's pretty cool. Thank you. And by the way, episode 200 is up on iTunes, and I forgot to mention today because I had this whole post, Tommy. I tagged a million people in it. I had the every note of episode 200 or 200th episode written down and tagged everything, posted it the night I put it up, and Facebook was like, no. So I don't really? know what the glitch is, who doesn't want to be tagged, but it, I couldn't copy and paste it, and I'm like, that was like a 150-word thing I, i'm like i'm not i'm not going back into technical so uh, the point the point is that cj ramone calls into that show oh really mm-hmm. yeah heavy metal chris calls him from backstage and we oh, talked that show yeah yeah we, yeah we talked to cj for a while we talked to everybody mighty high was here and that's up on the Fang air. was here it's a freaking that is jam up there joe it's gorillic a, was on the show too he was i, I had mean he was on it. the phone with uh, cj we had calls from uh, Mark Earnhardt, Heavy Metal, CJ Ramon, oh. Kazugas, Rob Montage, right. Jake, fucking uh, yeah, Jake Roxoff, Jake Roxoff, early gates of uh, World War IV and uh, Danger Feces and what else? He's another Morning Glories. Mm-hmm. All right, we uh, you uh, Bono called in Bono Vox. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Good, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, He's dabbling mit- in comedy. Very controversial call, Fa- actually. Fang uh, spit out Uli John Broth. I thought that was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, you know, you know, Fang is so good on the show. Oh, he's great. She, and, she, uh, she's great. Excellent. Her uh, yeah. her voice is amazing. Yeah, it really so is. clear. Yeah, yeah. Mario yeah. came in ki- here in kiss pajamas. Dean <laughs> spilled the beans. <laughs> spilled the beans. Dean Ristler on Manitoba. It was a great show. There's a lot going on. That's, that's only lot. one page. And I have I, another one around. I made a new friend that night, Jesse. Tilda Swintron. Oh, Jesse that's right. Jesse in. Distilled. Jesse Distilled. The band yeah, Mastodon wished us a happy 200th episode. Do you remember that? <laughs> that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Tilda I, Swintron said, look. Uh, and Huey Lewis called in. You've shown three sidekicks the door. <laughs> Nobody competes with the ego of Johnny Chooch. <laughs> 
I have my own uh, chat box here, <laughs> John Hulan. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you? I have my own chat box, and a uh, friend of the show and former guest Paul Hanley chimes in and says that the Beastie Boys were uh, 1994, Super Chunk was 95, and the Ramones were 96 in Lollapalooza, he says. Oh, <laughs> Maybe I tapped well, out at 96 Lollapalooza. Yeah. That was, yeah. the to- that was the tolerance line. Party lap. Paul on point. On point, party Paul. I was after the saw. B-Boys. I said, uh, hey, Brian, hey, music off. I've seen the yeah. Beastie Boys maybe like, I don't know, I want to say like 15 times. Wow. Well, whoopie whoop fucking do. I never saw them once. I know. That's I'm just trying to rub it in I, your eyes. Uh, trying to share. <laughs> some of those I'd incidents were like three times in one weekend, right? Just never, just never happened. Never, never, mm, never wanted to go. That? And I thought I love them. Just never, never happened. The best Beastie Boys show I, I, I ever saw was at um, uh, the Academy. B- B- the Academy. That's a good gig. What year? That was uh, prop- check check your headish. Is that what? No, that's right before. That's that's right before uh, like um, ill communication came out. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. Ill, uh, ill yeah. communication comes out in ninety four. So ninety three, like, I think. Yeah. Ninety four. You're wrong. So. I'll look um, it up. You don't have to look it up because I know it came out in 94 because I bought it in 1994. Don't three. fucking question my Beastie Boys mm. shit, B. Okay. 1992 <laughs> is check ahead. 1994 is ill communication. Don't even Google that shit because you're wrong. So anyways, I went to the Wiz with hairdo and bought that shit. I knew what day it was. So anyways, uh, they played right before that record uh, came out. And we're like, ah, you know, the Beastie Boys, we don't know what to, what to expect here. It was like some secret show. It was the greatest thing you ever saw in your life. We're like, oh, you know, you know, people like all upset that the Beastie Boys like calmed down or something. Ad Rock came out throwing beer and all of our faces were like, yeah. And they came out yeah, to Sure Shot. Murphy's Law. They yeah. came out to Sure Shot and, and no one knew what the fuck they were playing. We didn't know that song. I was standing next to. It was uh, the greatest song I ever heard in my life. I was standing next to the smoking, <laughs> the smoking, smoking hot chick from all those Tone Loke videos. Funky Colt Medina? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. chatting it up. Thought I was going to get somewhere. Turns out she was riding MCA. Oh. Like, Damn it. I'm no MCA. Oh. <laughs> hey, John, what is that picture I saw on Facebook where it's you, Ad Rock, and I think it's, um, who, who, I think it's hairdo. Um, we, Where's that picture? Well, from? there's also the MCA picture. We went to, uh, that was from um, the premiere of the movie that they made called Awesome. I fucking shot that, where they gave the audience yeah. um, cameras to film in like the Madison Square Garden. In the rounds or whatever, and the, the it was they used like I went know, to that show like sixty five different shots. I'm just making that number up, but uh, of of the uh, the audience shots to make the movie. And we went to the show. Yeah. Uh, we went to the uh, sorry, we went to the, we did go to the show, but that wasn't that night. We went to the premiere of the movie, which was on right by uh, Madison Square Garden. What's the name of that movie house over there? The movie house. Yeah, the movie house over there. The movie. <laughs> I saw the, uh, Preacher of the Black uh, Lagoons, yeah. and yeah. 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 this was this was way back in 1934. John saw it at the movie house. <laughs> not the Zig, no, no, not not, not the Zigfeld. No, that's no. Like, it was, anyway, it was just like an AMC. I don't know. So I, I don't know, forget what year it was. And then we walked. We found out there was a secret party. That's where I met Chuck D. We left there. Nice. We uh, walked over to this like secret party on like 24th Street in the Meatpacking District place called home was the name of the club and it was like this secret fucking party and ad rock like let us in the back door it's awesome it was great we were just hot knobbing with the beastie boys it was fucking great that's what those pictures are they were all nice guys except for mike my favorite (laughs) were you were you at the concert where they passed around cameras for for i shot that yes but i never got a camera same uh yeah my favorite That's one cool. was uh, with Hairdo. We went to uh, Sundance to see the premiere of that movie as well. For awesome, I fucking shot that, and we saw them in like a tiny mm-hmm. ski lodge that MySpace threw a party for, and uh, that was like really impossible to get into. But somehow we got in there. That was like 
That was later, though. That was My a little sp- bit later. MySpace is throwing a party here next week <laughs> in the barrage. <laughs> Actually, we have to, yeah. We, but they're all yeah. nice guys, and then I got locked out of that gig. Like, hairdo and, and, and uh, because we went up to some, we went up to some, we went, came out to smoke a cigarette, and then, uh, they go, the door closed behind you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, the door closed <laughs> behind me. Oh, pretty much. You got to brace that shit. So, listen to what happened. Cigarettes are toast do not. If you didn't smoke, you'd be in the show. Well, I'll tell that to Adrock. So, he, uh, hairdo <laughs> says to Adrock, he's like, hey, man, uh, he's like, I don't know. The guy we were just hanging out with, my friend John, just got locked out. And Adrock came back and, like, told the security guy to open the door for me. He was really nice. That's cool. That's cool. Nice guy. Oh, that's nice. Hey, you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I just worked on a movie with Adrock. And then he made fun of my Did you? about drinks. Yeah. What, what what's it? Can you talk about it? Lost ages. I could, but so you Brian, uh, when are you coming back to New York? <laughs> I hate uh, to say it, it's like one of the most no, boring no, things soon, I've ever seen. Maybe I'll uh, don't tell John. It'll be it'll be a surprise. Nothing's broken. I'll just appear one day. Right. Yeah. You like it better out there? You is it everything you were hoping for? Oh uh, yeah, not better, different. Yeah. I just need a different. I needed a change of pace. You look back. So, you look back uh, now yeah, and you I say to yourself, "This is the change I needed." This is definitely the change I needed. See, I think you're looking at it wrong. Like, there's no magic pill to make someone happy. Like, no, you're going to be pretty much <laughs> the same level of misery wherever you go. And it just, uh, like, you... you, yeah, you, you I thrive yeah, on but, that. Yeah, but, you know, you... Not not you, but everybody. You think, you think it's going to be better. You think it's going to be different. And it's kind of all the same. And it really doesn't oh, matter. No, 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 no. It's different. It's way different. So, it's... it's no, yeah, I know it's different, a... but, like, you're still, you know, Brian Musical. It's all the same. Yeah. You have all the same stuff. Yeah. I, oh, I, does it make you I, act? I, does it make you actually happier? Like, I, I can't see something really making me happy. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really know how to answer it. I can't it's fathom it. Entirely different. I needed. I just felt like I It's entirely different. I had a foot. Like I had a foot nail to the ground in New York City, and I love New York City. It's just I had to experience something or live somewhere else, and I can't expect the best I can explain. It. So it, I was just driven here. Right. So are you happy? So, yeah. How's the pizza? Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. Are you the happy? pizza sucks. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's this one of the good spots. Of course, a couple block away from me is a pizza place called Delancey's. So, of course, it's like people from New York who started uh, a pizza place. So that's the closest to getting good pizza here. And it's, I'm going to uh, start a seven. pizza place out there called Kashkiyaskos, and I'm going to blow that shit up. <laughs> Right in the middle uh-huh. of Seattle. You know, what I, you know what I found out today? That uh, what? the work on the uh, Kosciuszko Bridge that they're doing, yeah. uh, they're, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, they just call it, in all the paperwork, they just call it the K-Bridge because nobody yeah. who's working on it right. can pronounce it. Nobody wants to be the guy to fuck it up. Wait a minute. That shit opened up yeah. last night. Yes, yeah. it did. 11.30 mm-hmm. p.m. Mm-hmm. last night. The Kosciuszko Bridge. Uh, I didn't drive I over. I can't yeah. wait for them to Kosciuszko. Blow the original one up. I've been waiting for that Listen, since fucking I've been saying, 1992. I've been saying Kosciuszko's and Van Wick Kosciuszko. my whole life. And I don't care who's right or what's right. Wait, what other way is there to say Van Wick? The, the right way. Oh, Van, Van, Van Wyke is the Van real Wyke guy's name. Oh, yeah. fuck that. Some, some, Van Wick. Some uh, some uh, reporters go on there and say Van Wyke. And then, and then I turn the, I, I smash the t- radio. John throws a lighter at the television and ricochets and hits Tommy in the head. You think you're better than me, Fuck Van Wyke? Fuck you, Mark Renee. <laughs> Mark Renee. <laughs> and you want to be my fridge salesman. Bernie Wagon Blast. 
Hey, what do you think, you Dutch? So yeah, Koskioskos is what I always say, but it's it's what is it, Pat? Kosciusko. 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 Yeah. That's a Polish right. Polish guy. He was yeah, a general exactly. in the Polish wait, army. Wait, he came over here, liberated. He liberated Greenpoint or some shit. He liberated Greenpoint. He did. He came over. He liberated Greenpoint. Exactly. They're still celebrating the the birth of Pat Benatar. And then he went out banging stripers off a sheet's head base. Stripers. You were killing him. Killing him. Take the Pavicevic to Northern Boulevard. Sea bass. No keepers though. Then hard right. Hey, <laughs> hey guys, did the L, did the L train stop running? No, that's that like ha- any, that ever happened? That's like in a year and a half from now. I can't wait for that okay. toilet clog of idiots. <laughs> I'll be out of there by then. So that's that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Tom, it's really going to affect Tommy who drives his car everywhere. It yeah. does. Right. It's a, hey, Brian, I got a question Good. for you. Do you have any questions Good. for our guest? Oh, dip. There's an ad for Bolero oh, wait, what, what, on the television. Uh, you, is it? An ad, an ad for the movie Bolero? What no, no, no. It's a bowling alley that they just like rebranded in my neighborhood. Oh. Bolero. 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 I get it. Uh, Bolero. I was like, yeah, I and I keep it. driving past okay. it. You can see it on the off the BQE there when you're driving up to Astoria. And I'm like, hey, we should go to Bolero for a goof or whatever. And then like two days later, there's an article in the paper like, yeah, there was a gang hit in the uh, parking lot of Bolero. Oh, I'm like, maybe I should stay the fuck out of Bolero. <laughs> bowling alleys are like a hotbed of violence for some reason. Turns People out. get really mad when they lose at bowling and they start shooting each other. Uh, there goes Travis Darno. He uh, hit two home runs and now his hand is cut and he'll be out for the season. Anyway. Thank you. Uh, Brian, I was asking you, do yeah. you have any guests? Why is Cespedes yeah. playing? <laughs> oh, that was last night. Yeah, Do you have any questions for our upcoming guest? Yeah, I do. If you could ask Lucky, what recordings is he on? All I could find, all that I'm familiar with, is the first couple of Circle Jerks records. Listen, man, I got, my, I got my uh, Circle Jerks what, what uh, group else? sex LP right here, and his name is on it, baby. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like did, the... Did you get... That... What? What? Go ahead. What? Yeah, if you could ask him what what his recording history is outside for punk rock outside of the Circle Jerks, I don't think he's been on Red Cross. Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll ask him. Oh, right, right. It was like a live as far as tracking. Yeah, yeah, yes. We or even jazz. Ask him. Ask him what his recording history. Any questions you have that aren't already in my notes? He played on. He played on "Open Your Heart" by Madonna. Did he? Yeah, he really swings. I don't know. Yeah, I know he he co wrote he writes too. I started I to write that down, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and he he's a drum teacher too. Yeah, so, I got all uh, that, just, buddy. Yeah. All right, all right. We'll I, I got all. We'll find out. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> Anything weird like you, you, know. you don't have you don't have to call him lucky. We got this. Why don't you go outside so, and get wet? <laughs> it's not raining. It's just beautiful out. It's beautiful. So all right. Why don't you go guys, work gonna, a zoo and feed an animal or something? Why don't you get in the highway? I Look at the Boeing factory. You, when, Why don't you work when you come out, stop bothering hey, people? Hey, when you come out and visit me, we could do a, we could do, we could do, listen, we could do a brewery, a brewery pub crawl and wind up at the Mintus Zoo. Not as mint as Bronx Zoo, but pretty goddamn mint. So we'll my, wind up at the zoo. My brother Mike's lived in California for like six years. I haven't visited him once. You think I'm coming out there to see your ass? <laughs> Forget it. Yeah. Look, I'll oh, Forget I'll, it. Okay, I'll come out to Seattle. Thanks. Yeah, mm. Pat will come out. Yeah, yeah, I've been there before. Thanks. Listen, not, it's, it's I nothing, know my way around. It has nothing to do with you. Pat, Pat owes me a visit. Uh, you know, he, he should come over and fall asleep on my couch like I did to his. Yeah. I, oh, <laughs> you should be. Passed out. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Uh, why? Why? Out in his okay, couch. Yeah, you're the first. 
I could take the DNA out of the drool off of my couch and create the greatest rock band of all time. <laughs> <That'd be one person. laughs> Just Dan Dara on every instrument. <laughs> you know how much, you know much Dan Dara is on those fucking couches? That son of a bitch. He's, busy. Yeah. He guys, he's a serial <laughs> masturbator is what I'm saying. All right. It sounds like your connection's low. Oh, I think we lost him. Oh, I'm sorry. That Bye, might be the dumbest call, call of the year. I'm just See fucking with him. Thank you, Brian Musicoff. That was the greatest call of the year. Here's Brian Musicoff yeah. from the band Bad Religion. Silverado. <laughs> I love you, Brian. Thank you. Turn your radio back up now so you can hear me say that before you get mad. I love him. I really did just lose him by accident. It happens. Yes, just kidding. It's hard to run a show. <laughs> I accidentally pressed the hangout button. Accidental. <laughs> Good to talk to and you. And I shouldn't have because I have nothing to fucking talk about. <laughs> so, I, uh, what do I want to talk about? Let's talk about the trains, John. How's it been getting into work with all this horse shit? You know, my train line isn't that bad. I, I did have a canceled train. Oh, you can't kill him. Hold on. No, it's not him. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? Good evening, boys. It's Conan Neutron. Hey, hey, what's up there, Conan? Yeah, what's happening? I think I'm, uh, I'm a week a week out from PRF West, and I think my feet have just now started to recover. I have one of those, uh, you know, the things that track the steps. I was tracking nine miles per day throughout the whole thing. Oh, just walking back and forth and doing shit? Yeah. Wow. Like moving, just moving stuff and, you know, doing this, that, and the other. It's, it's, it's hell on the feet. That's, I, that's the only place I feel it. I feel it in the feet. Do you have small feet? I feel like you have small feet. <laughs> Ah, uh, size nine and a half. Is that small? You have little feet. <laughs> I got Do you have little feet on LP? Yeah, little feet. Track. <laughs> what are you having on MP threes? Send that over to me. Joey's got those little feet up there. We're nine, gonna get them up first. Nine and a half. Nine and a half is not a little, feet, but it's you know on the small side maybe. No, I don't know. I- I think what you're thinking of is like, so I, I think my feet are like kind of like your size. I, I do have stumpy ass legs though. Wrong. Like it's hard to buy pants. Your feet are not my size. They're nine and a half. I'm an 11. Thank you. Pat's a 15 and Tommy Rockstar's a 27. <laughs> Everyone in here is like super tall and, and big footed. What, what do you got going on there, Ryan? 11 and a half. Yeah. See, everyone has a bigger foot in the whole place than me. John, you never believe it. I'm an 11 too. All right. Everyone show your dicks. I'm 13. <laughs> Well, it looks like uh, Bobo Chipman and Rosa. That can we can all trade shoes. We're all the same, uh, the same shoe size according to the chat box. We got right. that going for us. <laughs> so, Conan, how'd the barbecue go? Everything went well, and you're happy? Are you happy it's done because it was so much work that you want to jump off yeah. the building? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a combination of elation, exhaustion, and relief at the same time. Like, no, it, it, it's wonderful. I, I love it. Uh, I we didn't solicit anything, by the way, and we, I sure as hell didn't solicit a picture that looks at me like you know I look like a sack of wet garbage. No, on stage. you know I thought uh, the picture was okay though. It showed you like in action or something. Yeah, yeah, action it, it was it was on it was an honest picture. But that was a uh, uh, this guy Patrick Carver took the pictures and this uh, girl Sarah Jane Kemp. They just came last year and really loved it, and uh, they decided to write about it, which is that's pretty cool. I mean, a bunch of like really awesome bands got like really cool pictures out of it. You know that's. You get like a, a whole thing, but we didn't like you know. So I mean, it's, already, it's like any other PRF events. You don't need to solicit press for it. People show up to it because it's the thing, and it's like the most awesome right. thing. Right. So how the pa- the paper just covered it because it was a like naturally. Yeah, they came. Those guys came last year. The girl and the guy who uh, the girl who wrote the article and the guy who took the pictures they came last article. year because they know uh, your former guest Rick Valentin of the Poster Children, uh, and he he played Thoughty Technic Machine set last year. 
Right. And so uh, they showed up, dug it, and came again this year. And they did like a nice little like preview. Like asked me if I would talk about it. And the way I figured it, if I talked about it with her ahead of time, that like they would get it straight rather than like you know saying that it was something that it wasn't. And then uh, she was nice enough to like do a little, little, little nice little castle reviews for all the bands. I thought it was really sweet. Did you have to kick anyone out of the barbecue this this year? Uh, one homeless kind of uh, wino kind of guy. Of I, I warned him off twice. Right. Well, he was just wandering in off the street. Like he wasn't like, "Hey, man, when's tar going on?" He was like, you know. <laughs> so basically, the, the big thing is there. There's like a cordon. The, the way to do it legally, because it's outside for Saturday and Sunday again, is that you have like an area for alcohol, and alcohol cannot ever be anywhere beyond that area for alcohol. Or it, like if cops come down, they'll shut you down immediately. And like I'm the one that'll. What like, area? Like, like the, the the separate show thing. No, it, it's uh, it's an outside area, but in order to be able oh. to do it all ages, we have to have like the alcohol area cordoned off. Gotcha, gotcha. Like gotcha, you like right. go over with the police department. It's a whole fucking thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this they shoot fella, you in the leg, clearly, and then you're limping around. They know you're not of age. <laughs> exactly. So he, this guy is, is clearly he lives in the park. You know when it's not thrown like I've been being thrown and stuff. That is a gigantic bottle of Jameson, and. You know, it's a bummer that he's around, but he's not like, causing any problems or anything. Oh, it's he's a bummer, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Bummer. <laughs> oh, man. What was that? Uh, I Never think mind. It was like a bum pun. That you... Oh, oh, oh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was a so, real bummer. Go ahead. So he, so he's, uh, he wanders out into the area where there's, like, kids playing around and stuff. And he, he just, boom, pops the full bottle of Jameson out. And I'm like, hey, dude, you know, you can't, I, I can't see that. I can't know that you have that. Cops come by, we could really get in trouble. You need to put that away. I like, oh, okay. So he puts it away. Hour later, it's back out again. And I'm like, dude, what I tell you? You have to put that away. If you don't put that away, like, you can't be here. Like, the only thing that's going to really get in trouble that needs to go away. No one can see it. So he puts it away. I walk away. 30 seconds later, it comes back out again. And I just lost, I lost it. I was like, you're out. You're out. You're done. And like I, yeah. I picked him up. I dragged him out. And like I was like, I. All right, crazy like, oh, Roy. You're, you're out, being an man. asshole. You're being an asshole. And it's like, well, dude, like you were warned multiple times. Get the fuck out. Like yeah. you're you're done here. Like, go. And um, yeah, that that was the only like kind of bummer part of it, I guess. Right. right? Did you feel weird uh, kicking someone out of the barbecue as a person who's also been kicked out of a barbecue yourself? <laughs> Never gonna live that down, am I? <laughs> I have to. Ask, Never. Can I not? Can I not not ask that question? I mean, come on. You, you, you cannot ask that question. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Did he go easier than you or Party Bear? Here at Barbecue eighteen ten. <laughs> Like I've thrown four of these goddamn things myself, and that's still the first thing that a bunch I'm sorry, of Gammy Jim, you're gonna have to go. Right? Who's win the raffle of this mandolin? Co Conan, what I want to know Where'd is Where'd you get the hooch? <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Conan, what I want to know, is there any barbecue going on in this barbecue at all? Yes. Yeah. Barbecuing all day. It was great. It was awesome uh, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. And the Friday was just like an eight-evening time show. Uh, I also like to mention that uh, I warned this guy multiple times, and he was you know, out of it to begin with, like wasted at like right. noon. Yeah, like, no. Listen, well I was never warned at all. And like I'm not saying that, like, I expect other people to leave the job, but there was a difference there. I wasn't there when you, when you got – oh, actually, I was, but I didn't really see – You were. But, yeah, but, you know, I didn't I – didn't, I wasn't like right next to you. I don't know what happened. Well, you know who else was there was Brian Musikoff. I brought him into that was his first pair of barbecue. That was his first right. exclusion to all you guys. Yeah, that's correct. 
Yeah, you know, there was a, just a scrum. I don't even know what was going on. I know, like, the story, but I, I was there, it's, it's, but I don't. So, I wasn't privy yeah. to the exact, uh, you know, details of what happened. It, it's I didn't, I didn't mean to bring it up, sir. Well, you've been, you've, ancient really, history. You didn't mean to bring it up, huh? <laughs> well, time it to a railroad track. Yeah, sorry, man. Mac and PRF on Listen, I, I got another three hours to fill. <laughs> hey, nothing uh, having nothing to do with PRF. Which, yeah, and by the way, if you get a chance, you know, people are interested. Uh, Patrick Carver, the guy who took the pictures too, he's an amazing photographer. There's some really good ones of like a motherfucker, beat drum jewel, like great, this great, great pictures. Which, how one of everyone kept coming up and be like, man, I love that band. I don't remember the name at all. What are they called again? And hey, quickly like, on Radio Note, by the way, I don't know if how many people are paying attention, but uh, did, Conan played the, um, well, Radio Note played the uh, complete brand new New Year record. The New Year. Oh, damn. Uh, yep. You're yeah. a former guest. Mac, uh, Mac, we, did, we did a live listening party uh, last night. The Cadane Brothers there doing a little, uh, the New Year. And uh, you got, we, that was a, that was an exclusive that we played on and Radio Note. Away, now available today. Where, where can we get that? Print Bandcamp or something, right? Yeah, plug that shit, Conan. Uh, Plug uh, this shit. Uh, it's the yeah, same. Well, uh, Google like DRI. Right. Like undertow yeah. something or other. What, what, what's, what's going on there? What's happening? Yeah, just Google it's it. Under, undertow fine. site. Under, Undertowstore.com is where you get that. Right. Uh, there is. Conan's saying it and also somehow typing the link in While the driving. chat box at the same time. That's impressive. <laughs> what now, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tommy he's, thinks he can multitax behind the wheel. He's like my... <laughs> um, multitax. <laughs> this old... That's good, Pat. That's this good. old um, IRS guy. Uh, what, do you, what do you call them IRS guys who do Sometimes. taxes? Accountants? Yeah, like collectors. This guy was like 85 years old and he'd be staring... Look at me right in the eye and like hitting all the c- computer keys and the, and the uh, calculator with his left hand without looking down. That was... It was amazing to me. Dude, Couldn't I type all that. my emails with one hand. Did he have the strings <laughs> tied around his uh, sleeves? Amongst other things. <laughs> He's got 17 tabs open. I've closed every tab, by the way. I only have one tab open at a time. You were tab free. I'm, I'm tab free. I can't take so, it. So, speaking of tabs, have you ever... So, I, I, I'm a serial reader. Like I, I'll put like articles up to read and stuff like Article. that. And it, it gets out of control really quickly. Right? And the other day, I closed... Thing. Like Cereal. by mistake, like I meant to close one, I closed everything. And at first, I was like kind of bummed out, and then I felt this weird, ineffable feeling of freedom. Have you ever had yes. that happen? To like, hey, yeah. who cares what, about any of that stuff? What's Let's weird is I, I, I only use the computer for the show. I'm like never on a computer anymore. I'm only really? on my phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm never <laughs> on the computer. I use the I use the computer <laughs> to download songs for the show, get everything set up. Air the show. Hey, I don't know how Record to share. I'm going to need a face, uh, Facebook uh, mobile tutorial from you because <laughs> I don't know how to share shit on uh, oh. uh, share links on there's Facebook a mobile. Diff- yeah, a there's a couple on. different options. There's like you could mm. just share the link and it will just go to your friends or you could just like or you could share it and also write something, your own personal thing there. Caption. That's pretty easy. I'll show you. I'll give you Thanks. tutorials. Thanks. After. You walk me through it during the break. <laughs> I'll walk you through in the Uber at 11.15. Thank, Thank you. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Conan, I, I got to take a quick break. Uh, we got 10, uh, yep, 10, yep. Min- 10 minutes before uh, Lucky uh, comes in from the Circle Jerks. And, uh, I just want to say uh, I, I'm excited about that. It's actually one of the first punk rock bands I ever got into. I'm, I'll be listening intently as I drive on my way home, which yep. I have not yet begun to do. you have any questions uh, for also, him? Uh, no. I think you guys do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, remember that uh, for folks coming to the PRF barbecue in Milwaukee, 
Uh, go get those advanced tickets. I can speak from personal experience. It helps a lot to make it the best sheriff barbecue you can get if you uh, get that get that shit ahead of time. I have always bought so. advanced tickets to every barbecue because it just gets it out of the way and people I'm don't have to worry nothing, about it. I'm just saying. No, I, no, I didn't you think know. you were. I'm just letting everyone know that I'm always <laughs> Are you doing the right thing. Are you going to come this year? Am I going to come to the Milwaukee barbecue? Yeah. Ah, it looks like we lost him. <laughs> Sorry, Conan. Uh, yeah. Um, that's nope. <laughs> that's a nope. It's a guilt-free nope. I ran out of days. I, I, you know, I don't know, man. I, everything's fucked up. I hate everything. That's a maybe. Someone come here and help me. So what about this uh, business proposal that Tommy had for you? You going to leave your job to do this? Help or me, what? Ryan. Hopefully, if everything works help out. Help me, Ryan. Come work with me if you want. Help me, Ryan. Help me, Help me, Ryan. Help me, Ryan. Come on, one more time. Help me, Ryan. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> come work with me. I'll teach you how to cut Russell. <laughs> cut Russell. I learned that Russell. from um, uh, Fat Albert. We'll be back right after this. I learned it from Mushmouth. You guys are going to love this, man. This is my new band, Future of the Left. Oh, shit. It's good stuff. We'll be back. Live from the Barrage, Radio Nope. You have a charger? Yeah. It's like the fucking Brahms. This is Brahms. (laughs) Brad's in the chat box again. Hashtag spreadsheets hit me. (laughs) This is me on my Commodore 128. We'll be back after this.
What a fucking mess. Hey, Lucky, what's up, man? How's it going? Thanks for calling in. How's my timing? Oh, perfect. Dude, you're right on point. No problem. So I had to cut off your own song to talk to you, though. Sorry about that. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> Lucky, thanks so much for calling in, man. I really appreciate it, dude. Nice. 
You're uh, calling in from uh, Los Angeles or uh, somewhere in California? Yeah. 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 And uh, what's it like living out there? It's a great scene. And uh, there's a live scene that's blowing up. I've talked about it before. Um, it's Monday night at the Viper Room. Sure. Tuesday at Whiskey A Go Go. And Wednesday at a bowling alley. With no relation to me, it's called Lucky Strike Live. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and basically what goes down is pretty much big jam sessions. So at each of these clubs, there'll be about 30 or 40 different players in a night jamming on various songs and all kinds of different mashups. And you really never know who's going to drop in or what kind of combination of people they're going to play with. It always seems to work out really good. See, I've talked about this before, too, when, like, uh, there's, like, just a scene where, like, uh, that's what you want. You want a club where, like, people just show up and then it doesn't matter who's playing. That's, like, the place to be. And that's, like, how it, yeah. used, how it used to be, you know? Like, people just show up to, like, these clubs, CBGB or whatever, or Max Kansas City or whatever, you, you know, what have you. And the you know kids would just show up, even in like Long Island and stuff. That's you know I've been I've yeah. been screaming this thing for years, and that's that's how the scene goes. It's not like oh I want to go see this band. It's like a bunch of kids who show up at the at this place. It doesn't matter who's playing, and this this thing happens. Do you agree with that? I hundred percent agree. It's as if we had talked about it before. That's the main reason why when I do these interviews, it's one of the things that I always mention is this sort of reemergence of a scene here in LA because I'm hoping that the same thing might catch fire in other cities because live music is really the essence of it. Right. We're talking with Lucky Lair of uh, Wasted Youth, Red Cross, Circle Jerks, Bad Religion. I hope I didn't. But... Everyone threw me out. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> hey, man, you know, you can, you're like a nomad, you know, you got to keep moving on. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, you have these. Uh, you know, I did want to talk to you about the drum. I, I don't know where to go with this interview first because I feel like uh, as a drummer, like let's talk about women. All right, man. What do you What do you got? You married? You have kids? Or are you just uh, banging tricks? What's going on? No, I was. <laughs> when you said, I was thinking of like what are my favorite topics, but you know, it doesn't take long before my. Uh, brain drifts to the gutter let's <laughs> let's go somewhere else instead of my natural inclinations toward the provocative and uh and lewd right are you a sober let's guy you dr are drums, you, are drums you, are cool let's talk about drunk let's talk about drunk you're right are you drinking right now what's going on not drugs you said oh, drum oh. oh okay oh drunks drums not, no drums not oh. drunks Oh my god! I know what I'm we talking about. A, you know, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'll talk about drums because as a as a drummer myself, I'm interested. I'm going to watch these videos, and uh, you know, this is going to bore the crap out of people. But uh, you know, I'm you know, f them. Lucky, by the way, for the audience, has been called the you know the greatest punk rock drummer of all time by multiple sources. Yep. So this is the guy you want to talk to. Can about. you imagine how many people I had to pay off to get that? <laughs> <laughs> And like, would you say like a boom bap boom boom bap boom bap boom bap, bap guy, or have you now evolved to the boom bap boom boom bap boom I was always against any kind of like standard beat. The only reason why that uh, beat 
is kind of a go-to for me is because there's like an inside comedy thing. That kind of polka beat, it harkens back to some of my earliest live things that I did when uh, I would play. In those days, they were called casuals. They were right. uh, dates that you'd play uh, at bar mitzvahs and weddings. And when you do that circuit, and I was doing that quite young as a kid, you learn a lot of ethnic music. You know, if it's an Irish wedding, you play some Irish things and this and that. And so to me, that was like the Havan Nagila beat, <laughs> right. bar mitzvahs and <laughs> so on. So for me to have worked that beat into punk, like let's say, Instead of being uh, 17 doing weddings, now maybe I'm 27 or whatever it was. It was kind of funny for me to you know how to recycle that beat. But right. besides that, so it's kind I, of like you're, a, you're you were just like cracking yourself up. Yeah, I'm always trying to because uh, I think that that's you know the, the a good attitude sort of emanates from that and seeing the irony and seeing the humor in situations and making funny connections so well do, do you think that like you know in a way like punk rock is kind of like you know making fun of uh, mainstream music in a way too so i mean you know it's kind of a goof on the whole thing and, and so you know but it, i don't know when does it what, what do you draw a line between when it, when it's real and when it's like hey we're just joking around i think it was like throwing a bunch of different things into a blender and so there was a dose of irony and then there was a dose of political and every band had their own different things that they wanted to emphasize. And that's what made each band unique. Um, but to a certain degree, those were some of the elements that you'd find to larger or smaller extent. There was, uh, in some bands, there was a healthy pint of rage that got thrown into the blender for others, it was just a lot of like, let's see how fast we can play. But on the drumming thing, I tried to mix it up um, when it came to different beats and not rely on any one thing for song after song because I personally find that those are the bands I don't love listening to so much where every song sounds the same. Right. So we tried to do different uh, influences and different tempos and different syncopations. Uh, in the various songs and for that I always tell people and it would probably apply to any musician or any fan of music is uh, I, I drew from a, a, a pretty wide spectrum and it wasn't just uh, I didn't just bring any particular style I tried to import a bunch of different influences right to what going, I was going, doing. going back just a second when you talked about the bands who you know that talked about the like the kind of irony of it who do you think is a band that I mean, who are your favorite bands Who that pulled that off the best? Like, is it the Ramones? Is it No Effects? Is it the Sex Pistols? Is it uh, Fear? Who pulled it off oh, like, to be able that, to... It, it's really... That's really the best question. And unfortunately, if we go group by group, uh, I can think of so many superlatives for each of these groups. Each one of them had a major contribution. I like when... Uh, a group sort of had its own identity. And if we're talking about bands from the decline or that period or LA hardcore or just, or that kind of music in general, I mean, there was a band out of Austin called the big boys yeah, that yeah. were out of control. 
And I, I think uh, the time they opened for us in Austin, it, I mean, I'm not taking, I'm not knocking anything or, or being like politically incorrect. I think three out of the four guys were like 400 pounds and they walked out in underwear. So, <laughs> so that Aptly was named. big. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty. That, that, Aptly named those big boys. They were big boys. Yeah. Sure. They were, they were hysterical, and then there was a great band in Nashville called the, the Nashville Scorchers that had their own twist that was kind of like a, uh, a, a fast-paced hillbilly rock thing. And uh, I was a huge fan of uh, Fear, you know, a huge Fear yeah. fan from the standpoint of the drumming in particular. And so if there's any, you know, top favorites, I think uh, a lot of people... Uh, who haven't uh, experienced it should try to like download spit sticks on any of those great fear songs and, and to hear some very, very fearsome drumming that was a huge influence on me. And uh, even the Dickies, I don't know why they didn't make their way into that movie, The Decline of Western Civilization, but yeah, they were in very, that movie. They very, the Dickies were very influential to me and they had their own unique vibe and theirs was more about being hilarious right. and i liked that that was a that, that attracted me personally that sort of light-hearted approach and then if you take the pendulum and swing it in the other direction a band like black flag was not trying to be hilarious perhaps they were sort of more over the top serious and 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 uh rageful and that was the sort of vibe that they projected so each band right. had its own the Dead Kennedys was for me a lot more on the political side. A lot of their songs rang uh, with a note of uh, pointing out political hypocrisy, so that gave them their own sort of DNA or or uh, identity. And you could sort of go on and on, and I think it may be good for bands of any era to consider having that sort of coherent point of view, which enables people to sort of remember you do you think um you know but the, there's a common thread whether the whether the band is uh you know making a joke out of music whether they're ironic or whether they're making a joke out of their appearance or whether they're mm -hmm. uh you know just saying uh, even with the politics thing it's just all like a, a common fuck you that's that's kind of like you know unites the scene uh, you know no matter what everyone's doing all those bands could like be on the same bill and have a different kind of like you know message or whatever but i think the uh you know the the punk rock kid be into all that i don't know what i'm you know what i'm saying well i think the sex pistols were one of the early ones to throw down the gauntlet so far as attitude and uh right you know it's like whether it happened or not i don't know the specific details but they'd sign a record contract and make a big deal out of it and then you know urinate on the contract or whatever they did or tore it up <laughs> and laugh at the record company so they never really uh, seem to miss a chance. Hello? Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Uh-oh. Hey, no. <laughs> Lucky, are you there? <laughs> I'll take over from here. Is he okay? <laughs> hey, Pat, what do you think about the uh, uh, sex questions? questions? As Lucky. Hey, Lucky, if you could hear me, uh, for some reason I can't hear you. And uh, hopefully Ryan didn't... Uh, push a button I, I leaned on something <laughs> <laughs> what was lean that? on me ryan lean on this yeah, lucky if you you're not strong disconnect and call us back we're yeah in. lucky if you can hear me um i don't know i can't hear you right now lucky i know what can happened you hear so. me? 
Does it say he's on? I, I, oh, I, there he is. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry, yeah. we, could, we couldn't hear I, you I for a minute. Like there. Brilliant observation, but it got it, it seems to have gotten lost in the static. <laughs> we'll have to let it go. Right, we're back. <laughs> we'll just let it go. <laughs> That's the FCC. Do you can like all right? So let's go to the drumming thing. What what what's up with the videos and uh, what are you teaching people? Like what are the fundamentals of drumming? Because I have some ideas on it too, and I want to see if I agree with you. Well, I, I want to hear your ideas, but what I went with this was uh, I looked online and and I thought there was a ton of fabulous stuff that just sort of searching around, and I think it's cool that there is this YouTube and 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 this and that. And, drumming instruction, uh, including Vimeo uh, and including the drum channel. Uh, there's a lot of fabulous stuff, and some of it can get sort of technical and for drummers only, and some of it could be even for intermediate or advanced drummers, and it kind of could turn off some of the beginners. So where I saw the opening was to focus on the very like entry-level drummer because in a certain aspirational level, I think everybody should be a drummer. I know that that's probably uh, a right. bit far fetched, but I, I totally, I totally person, get what you're saying. I think, yeah, I think every person should have a something, even if it's like uh, a tom tom or, or a bongo drum, or a, 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 even if it's just some like cowbell that they hit, something that'll allow their heart to connect to the soul of a song. Because it's very, very therapeutic. I so, think it's kind of my favorite uh, thing. I'm, I'm in a band with uh, two other guys who are also drummers. So it's like, you know, we're all playing different instruments. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it, it, it means something that everyone knows how to play the drums. And it kind of locks it all together for me, in a way. Yeah. it's a, Well, originally, people used to communicate to each other with drums. And they couldn't even talk to each other. But they had certain signals and sounds sent to each other. And it still seems to have that sort of like magical way of connecting uh, like inside the internal voice of your connected to the external. So that's why when you like here in Venice Beach, you'll see sometimes there'll be like 20, 30 guys each bring a drum, whether it's a conga or uh, a bata or any of these various uh, African drums. And they all sit together and jam for hours. And uh, some of them may even be, you know, smoking pot or whatever, but they're connecting. And so I think that's a cool thing. So I, my, my videos, uh, uh, which I called hardcore drum sessions, were more aimed toward the entry level, uh, beginning drummers, and then with a dose of comedy, lighthearted approach. Because some of the stuff I saw online was... Uh, I thought it took itself a bit too seriously. That stuff's great, but I wanted to have something different. But you got to like, like, don't you think like it's, it's, it's an incredible resource nowadays to have these YouTube videos and stuff like, cause like that's, these are the types of things we didn't have growing up. You know, I mean, yeah. like we were stuck with they're Mulvey really, books. They're really and... good. You can learn a lot. I, I mean, I learn a lot from the various stuff. It can be a little bit addicting when you go from, a uh, Glenn Sobel video to a Mark Schulman video, and then you go from that to she's, you know, uh, Mark, Matt Starr will teach you how to you know play the entry. Dan Smith, 
Dan Smith will teach you how to play guitar. I think we lost him for a second there too. But I I, I remember watching these instructional VHS tapes and uh, it was like Carmine Apice or Apice, depending yeah. on which part of Long Island you were from. It was like these double yeah. drumming techniques because I grew up like you know I don't know I'm I don't know how old you are. I'm 42. What are you like a hundred? I'm 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 even older than that. I was hanging out with Carmine. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I was hanging out with Carmine. Hello. Oh, God. Damn this phone connection! It's not me. Just let him talk. There's nobody there. Sorry. Okay. I'm losing. I keep losing the Skype connection. Sorry, Lucky. If you can hear me, some show. Pull the uh, pull the, pull the string and eject. <laughs> Hello, Lucky. Are you, you're on the air. Lucky, we'll get, we'll get it right. <laughs> Please come back, Lucky. <laughs> Sorry, man. Call it. What's going on? It's totally on your end, bro. You're listening to Live from, from the, the Barrage on Radio Nope. You can hear us every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, right before Tree Voids. Right after. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're on after that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Post-emptive strike. Post-emptive strike. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Hey, Lucky, you there? Crap. Let me there try to go. hang up and let me call him back. Yeah. Let me call him. Yeah, call him. I'm calling him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I got to erase that. Nobody uh, nobody memorized those numbers. <laughs> I don't, you know, I think we, Hello? Uh, sorry, man. I, I think I lost you for a second there. I called you back. You want to play some music? Sure. Uh, you, want, you want me to join your band? Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, like, what kind of car do you have? <laughs> I can can I fit the drum kit in the car? Is that the requirement of <laughs> No, just can you drive to the rehearsal? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I drink at rehearsal and I'm not gonna stop now. You can drive there, but it can't drive back. <laughs> so you know, you started out as a jazz drummer. Can you hear me, Lucky? I'm sorry. And uh Yeah. Do you have a do you have a opinions on the grips? Like I could play a traditional grip, but it's really weird. But because I can only play with my right hand now. Normally, I'm a righty. Normally, the left-handed player plays with the trad grip, and like the old jazz thing. I can't get that going, but I could do it with my right, which is really odd. Maybe I'm really a lefty. Uh, go with what's the most comfortable for you. Yeah, and and I'd say don't think much about it at 42 years old you know you're, you're over. go with what's comfortable to you i'm still playing jazz I, I never really left it to be honest with you yeah and uh i still teach it and i hope it stays alive you know and back, in back of my mind i i fantasize the day that may come where it becomes uh i have a resurgence with people that are in their 20s it may, it may never happen but hopefully it stays around, you know, because it's a, a good vibe, in the right circumstance. How old were you when you met Buddy Rich, and was that a big influence on you? Oh, I was always oh, a big deal, and uh, and he wasn't that cool, but <laughs> well, um, yeah. it was it's still. A jerk. He's standoffish. Keep losing him. Lucky there. Did he accuse you of clamming? <laughs> Fucking phone clams. Hello? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not me, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's not 
all those years. It got again. to the stage where a lot of entertainers do where they're kind of tired of the public bothering them. So he didn't want some like, you know, eight or nine year old kid pestering him. So right. that's understandable. What did he, didn't he actually say like, get out of here, kid. You bother me like an old, yeah. like, was he WC yeah. Fields yeah. or something? Well, I was, I was not tall for my age and we would do that kind of stuff like on birthdays. So somehow I got kind of close, too close to the drum set. Let's say it like that at one of his gigs. And, uh, so what, you know, it was no big deal. The guy, you know, the, the, he was pulling off amazing things, unbelievable sense of timing. He could swing that band like nobody else. Right. Uh, I would say, honestly, uh, I don't know how many people out there, you know, listen to this kind of stuff, but for me, Thousands. I would put on a certain tracks of the, the big swing band and they were playing so fast and so, so strong that for me, that's what would first expose me to a very energetic, emotional form of music. So that's why for me, the, the, there's a connection between Buddy Rich, big swing band and punk. I, for me, there's a connection from a drumming standpoint. And so that was a sort of a perspective that I brought to most, mostly the circle jerks more than any other group, because that was a group that uh, didn't play every song in the traditional, like a lot of the Ramones songs. And I love the Ramones. Don't right. please do not get me wrong, No, never. but they're very, most of the time they're very four, four, uh, and the beat is very straightforward rock and uh, amazing drumming is, is not one of the things that you'd say about the Ramones. You can say it's steady, sure. you can say it's strong, but mostly it's consistent. Right, it's, and you play I, a different I brought style. in a different kind of a vibe, a different attitude where drum fills were uh, very important and often played you know, very quickly and precisely. And, and sparingly? That, that all came from Buddy Rich. Right. Would you, would you, you know, like, you know, I'm always afraid, like, as a drummer, that I, like, overfill because I'm, like, playing the song and listening to, like, the, the lyrics and trying to, like, so do, as a jazz guy who would, like, you know, these jazz drummers, they would only play a fill when it counted and they made it count. Would, would you, did yeah. that transfer into the, into your drumming as a punk rock drummer? It, 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 it for me, I do need to remember restraint and it's a very key point and, uh, it, it's, uh, Part of you know being taking the instrument seriously is is knowing your strengths and weaknesses, and so I need to always think about restraint. And it's a good segue because we haven't really talked about my other favorite drummer, John Bonham. Yeah. And, uh, so many different people will remember different things about John Bonham of Led Zeppelin, but if you uh, talk to a lot of the drummers. The first thing that they'll say is not his amazing fills and not uh, his inventive uh, uh, things that he did, but more how he laid down on the most classic Led Zeppelin songs, a very, very solid beat. And it wasn't about these amazing, fast, lightning, uh, ridiculous moves and tricks. It was the opposite. It was his groove. Is deep groove. So, you know, when the levee breaks or cashmere are perfect examples of a deep, heavy groove. And that's the attitude that's a good starting point when anybody approaches a song is 
Can I just get this thing in this groove? Can I lay down something solid that's supportive of the other players? And then on songs like When the Levee Breaks, uh, when there is an open space and John Bonham did do a fill, it was, uh, it was sparse. And right. that sparseness created the drama. The space in between the notes is what created the, um, the incredible, Attention. like, uh, and uh, would you just behold it? Like, oh my God, that sound is so perfect. It wasn't what he played, it was like what he didn't play. And uh, guys like me have to remember that because sometimes it's like, well, how much razzle-dazzle can get thrown in, in this nanosecond? And that's that's really requires more of a response. Yeah, it's hard to like kind of get over that, you know, as a drummer, like to, to, to say to yourself, listen, I'm not the star of the show here i gotta just lay down this groove and try to like you know because i want to play like every fill it's tough did we lose him again no i'm here oh god oh, boy. ask me anything i was in the circle jerks <laughs> you were not in the circle jerks mario i was i played with the cockney rejects and the dickies oh, on a friday night yeah, i remember yeah. it well except it was underneath the bleachers lucky if you could hear us we're still on the air i don't know what's going on with your phone over there but uh we uh, eagerly await your reconnect Thank eagerly you. so many questions so mm. many hello john how's Can it I going mario moment to say hello i'm sorry I'm sure late. sure mm. you can i don't know what else uh, to do yeah <laughs> I am in pain, buddy. How do you feel about trad grip, Mario? <laughs> Trab? <laughs> no, not crabgrass. Tard grip. Tard grip for my bats. I like using them for my bats. The best was uh, at poker last week. Uh, someone threw a gigantic <coughs> piece of chocolate from a, like a, one of these eggs that was like it was like five feet long. Oh my god! What at an Mario, egg. and uh, as soon as the guy walked in, he, he braided his. Egg is all broken. Fud throws a piece of chocolate. It looked like, like a football helmet, not that, a piece of chocolate. It's like a foot wide and he throws at him and he goes no I have liabilities <laughs> and he, he ducked the chocolate yeah it landed in the bichadu and I still ate it oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll try to call Lucky Ben you, you had the funniest line of the night on Monday night John uh, the funniest Ricky, line Ricky Rope all night Ricky buddy. Rope uh, real quick said uh, starts going hey you ever play a game called uh, follow the queen you said to him you ever yeah I hung up on you guys oh, oh why did you, did you had enough? Oh, he, he had enough. <laughs> He's like, enough drum talk, man. I'm out of here. I'm sorry, man. I keep losing you. I, I don't know what's going on. So, um, uh, Listen, okay. Here are my drum. Uh, I have a couple drum facts, uh, some rules that I feel are important. You ready? Yeah. Tell me whether you're <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, I've been a punk rock drummer for you know, a million years, you idiot. I think the snare should be completely straight. Uh-huh. Though that's how I play. Yeah! <laughs> right? And now I think your hand should be over and not to the side unless you're hitting the ride. Over as in... As in your, your wrist. Look, take your wrist right now and go up and down. That's how it moves. And turn it to the side. It's not supposed to move like that. Up and down. Wrist action. I think that's important. Hands you, over. Jerking off back then? Stop it. <laughs> My other rule is that uh, <laughs> don't play drums. Just show up with a, like a flute. It's way easier. <laughs> so what do you think? Um, what did I get to? Do you hit the hard? Are you, are you, are you a hard hitter? Because 
because um, every time that I'm hitting two and four, I'm trying to do a rim shot so that the stick right. contacts yes. both the yes. metal rim around yes. drum, the, the head, the bead hits the head, so you get a real strong crack every time on the back beat. Hell yeah. It's hard to do that consistently. Like, you know, if you hit three out of four, you're lucky, and then you get really good at it, and, you, and, you, and uh, you know, then you're lucky. You're actually the you name lucky. Right. I mean, when you're hitting it, it's it's tough to get a hang of it, and then you're like, oh, man, that, I totally 100% know what you're talking about. Thank you. You're listening to <laughs> Drum Talk with John Houlihan. <laughs> hey, all right, let's move off the drums. You make any money at this shit or what? <laughs> Are you okay? Like, you know, or is everyone screwed you? Are you going to tell us some sad story about uh, how, like, you know, are you going to sue? Do you get along with everybody? you get to sue somebody? Who is it, and why is it Billy uh, I, Corgan? Don't, I don't get into the animosity thing too deeply because of the perspective when the whole thing started. Um, in the early days, nobody expected to, get anything more than beer money yep. in the first place. Right. So right. anything that there wasn't any rock star thing of my agent wants to uh, sue your uh, tech or some bullshit like that. It was very homegrown. All the bands were basically uh, garage bands of some form or another that practiced more than three times and so they called themselves a band and uh that frame of reference anything anything in terms of compensation that anybody got was pretty much a surprise that's the era that i was playing now of course it's a different story and there's bands that uh you know went on to become very very much a financial success but that wasn't the community and time that i was uh kind of emerged with this stuff right so if someone actually did make money off of something and you, you you're not like you're like hey man that's not what it's what was it what it was about to begin with so are, are you not like you know you don't get some petty, of the but, best so. things from the about the circle jerks were things that were handed to us just by people that liked the music somebody gave us a a homemade pin that you know you'd wear on your lapel and it said the word circle jerks that became our logo somebody else cre drew uh, a picture of a guy dancing that became our most memorable uh image so all these things were given you know without any expectation of please sign this release or or, or can i have a, a let's do a rev share based on this uh, logo it was just absolutely created uh, very much as they say DIY do it yourself D, uh, so whatever DIY uh, sure D, D, <laughs> however DIY DRI we don't yeah. care well that's the that's way it, it was back there I remember those days everybody was just doing something that felt good it was like you're just making creating stuff I saw you lucky yeah. With the Circle Jerks and the Di I mean the Cockney Rejects and the Dickies and then in 81 I saw you with the Cramps so I go way back. Yeah, that was a good show. <laughs> it was. You got uh, on my rating. You got an A that day, and that's very hard because I didn't uh, give a lot of A's. Lucky Mario has a, a book with all like the bands he saw, and he's how old are you, Mario? 
I'm 55. He's 55. So he said he he's he was there and he has a book of like all the bands he saw and he gives him ratings and what drugs he was on. When he was <laughs> yeah, I, I was I pretty remember, wasted I for your show. From those shows, the different women that I went home with a girl that went to Columbia <laughs> University after that show. The one with, with the, the cramps. cramps. So that yeah, was, that was that was a. Uh, I, I, that was a very. That was in June all, all of '81. It was That's a summer night, and you shows. found a little flower. Are you saying that was in June of '81, Mario? It was. He got an A, and he. I wrote loud and fast, in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> and what? How old were you at this time, Mario? And what 81. drugs were you on? I was uh, 19, and uh, according to this chart, I was nine. There might have been some PCP involved. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky, how about that? Touring around in drugs? Does it take its toll? Were you a drug guy? Are you all, are you sober? Are you, or, or, or was it tough? Like every you know, night, you know? It's, I, don't, I don't mean to I don't ask you a personal any question. Judgments, and I was uh, surrounded <laughs> by people that didn't know how to uh, say no. And I think it's sort of a genetic thing, and I don't say that in bragging, but I was blessed with always being able to be a moderate with that kind of stuff. Sometimes yes. people have, like, excessive in one way or another, and they're, right. they're moderate in everything, but then you take them to Vegas and they stay there for 24 hours. They can't hey. stop there. I was not a... Uh, I wasn't excessive when it came to any of that kind of stuff. Right. So it was never a personal problem for me. But I don't say that at all to suggest that that makes me better than anybody. It was just a bug bite that I didn't get. Right, right, right. But but you was there? Did you uh, were you did you drink every night, or were you just like, hey, some nights you took off? Yeah, or yeah. Didn't... I was always partying, and I I'm partying right now. As we speak. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the bug totally didn't bite you. Yeah, I mean, as, as we speak, I got, um, uh, I'm taking a piss in a, uh, a bottle of beer and smoking a fatty. Join the club. He's rolling a fatty. That's it. <laughs> That's called moderation, baby. Everything in moderation. That's my motto. That's what. That's what. That's how I was able to uh, continue to do this and try to stay fit. I like the drums for that reason too. Is there's a sort of a a fitness thing to yeah. playing, so yeah. all that's good. And I was able to stay moderate, but I definitely do participate. Not not with the very very strong and addictive stuff. Not the like you you try talk about uh, what was it, angel dust or PCP? Yeah, I that was a problem in stuff. Queens, New York, in the seventies. In Mario's neighborhood in Queens, for some reason they were like yeah. the, the dust was I, I a can't big play thing. I did it once. I'm dust. Not. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think I could sit on a drum set on Angel Dust. You sort of turn into a, oh, well, I have a, a, a puddle. I, I have in my notes here that you played on Faith No More's Angel Dust, but uh, I guess that's <laughs> Hey, maybe. Yeah, you know, I'm glad that you could do that. What are you doing now? Like, like, what's your life like now? Where do you Where are you living? You have some big I, mansion. Right now, I, somebody I, I told live, me you just sold your house. Hollywood. He is a real estate mogul like West myself. Hollywood. I live by the whiskey. I um, pretty much play drums every day. And uh, always trying to come up with new uh, things that I can't play and then practice them enough so that I can get them sounding reasonably good. I'm teaching. Uh, I'm involved with some other stuff right now that's happening on the West Coast that's very exciting that makes me something of a farmer. And gotcha. uh, kind of like right. a, a farmer in the year 2017, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I got in '64. We, we catch your drift loud and clear, my friend. <laughs> well, that and that's an exciting 
Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Let's yeah. grow some stuff, man. Listen, Lucky, I don't know if you talked about this because I got here a little later, but did you talk about the time that you spent with Darby Crash, like at that me- moment after the germs broke up and then you guys formed the, that Darby Crash, whatever it was called, the Darby Crash Experience? Or? No, that's not what it was called. I know, I know. But uh, did you talk about anything about about Darby and what it was like? We haven't, we haven't really talked about Pat and Darby, but... Um, I went to high school with those guys. We, we had a good high school thing to a certain degree because a lot of the, many of the bands that played at the Whiskey harkened back to this one uh, high school that we all went to. But I wasn't particularly friends with those guys. There was a guy named Paul that I was in a band with, it was, and, he was, and later he went on to the Screamers. So Paul was the first one, he's still a friend of mine, uh, Paul Rossler, he was the first one that got into a, a decent band that was playing at the Whiskey in the punk or new wave genre. People didn't know what right. to call it. It was then. heavy metal so at the Whiskey, punk. right, what, at what that year, time. What year was this, in the 82, 83? I, I guess uh, this was super early 80s. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, honestly, and I don't say this with any pride, what's the opposite of pride? I say it with embarrassment. Humbu. That... <laughs> Yeah, humble, humble embarrassment that I personally thought that Darby and uh, Pat were dingalings, and I was 100% wrong about it, and I've said it a thousand times, so what's a thousand and one times? But we weren't really friends, and I thought they were, uh, I didn't think super highly of them, and I was wrong, so it was uh, a super cool thing. That the fact, in spite of the fact that we really disliked each other in high school, that uh, the way things unfolded, um, that I had a chance to connect with them, and we, we kind of yeah. laughed a little bit yeah. about it. We were it was an unlikely get together because we really, uh, I don't, we're kind of like adversaries, you know, because they they were in a certain kind of a music vibe. I was in a different kind of music vibe in high school. It was almost like the mods and the rockers or something. We really didn't vibe each other. Was at that, all. There's, there's a bond so, though because everybody hates you. So <laughs> like everybody hates yeah. you equally. So it's like it's like the Crips and the Bloods. Like let's get together. Was that yeah. at a Fairfax yeah. High? No, it was Uni High. Hmm. It, 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 uni. It stands for University, but it's in West LA, like by Wilshire Boulevard and Barrington, and. Uh, my brother's band came out of Uni High, LA's Wasted Youth. Right, we're all guys from Uni High. The Screamers, the Germs had two guys from Uni High. There was a bunch of different p- punk bands that were spawned out of Uni. Fairfax, yeah, Fairfax is more like a. You know, the, there were a lot of bands coming Chili out of there, peppers. like No Effects and a whole bunch Chili of. Chili Peppers right. came from Fairfax. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So when the Chili Peppers came out, what'd you think of those guys? <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I thought that was the next that was the next thing and I loved it and I was jealous of it cuz I liked it more than what I was doing <laughs> and I, I I thought it was fabulous. Yeah. And I still do. I I, I think Chad Smith's an incredible drummer uh, super, and I think that their music is timeless. Super and I nice can't guy too, right? Good things about him. Yeah. I only met him for like 2 seconds and he seemed like a really like a sweetheart. I don't know. You yeah. know, you know him, right? I mean, he's, he seems like a nice well, dude. Well, these didn't are it? these are the kind of guys, and Travis Barker the same, and sure. uh, many that we, we've done this forever. This wasn't like some 
hobby of playing drums that we just decided uh, to do. It's like people that have been doing this 10, 20, in my case, even more years. Um, it kind of goes back to a point I made, but then you guys hung up on me. Ah! This, <laughs> yeah, we're getting tired of you. All this, I'll say one thing to the serious drummers. Just one thing. You can uh, overdose on that YouTube, but ultimately... Somehow, if you could scrape together a little bit of money and get a, as many lessons as you can, real lessons with a real teacher, that's also part of the whole right. uh, overall education. Totally. The, the YouTube is great. The books are great. The videos are great. But ultimately, one-on-one, -on -one, great teacher. But that's I'm only talking to the guys that want to, and girls that want to be really serious about it. Yeah. I will I will agree with you there that um you know I, the one thing I learned early on in you know I played drums and went to like college for like a couple days um <laughs> to play drums and the one thing I really learned early on is that even my drum teacher who was like incredible would take lessons from another guy and you could always learn something yeah. different and if you you know p there's no end to taking lessons you should always just keep taking them cuz yes. you will even if you don't learn something specific from that lesson it might open up your – be like, oh, okay, now I get this part. Now That's now right. I understand why this is happening. The master and, and the it's, apprentice. It's, oh, you know, if you – even the best, drummers, the best drummers in the world still take lessons. They do. That's and it's true. always something – That's, that's amazing and a 100% true point. Right. And that's why you should take lessons from Lucky. And uh, what's the website we could take <laughs> lessons from? <laughs> Lucky's a busy man. He's got – He's lived up yeah, to his Lucky, name. How do, you, how do we do this? Is it a pay subscription? Are you going on YouTube, or uh, what do we do? Uh, people connect with me on my website, luckylair.com, and then I do Skype lessons, and uh, then the, uh, the hardcore drum sessions is the stuff that's more towards the beginners. And you're right, it's a giant community. You jump in, you can learn stuff from anybody, and I, I'd say the... Word that comes to mind always to me is it's infinite. The amount you can learn just on the subject of drums, let alone music, but just the subcategory of drumming is an infinite body of knowledge. Sure, and that, then what's uh, what, you can jump into. What's kind of fun about it is that, like, a, you know, I play with a like I said before, a band full of drummers, and everyone's got their own drumming like fingerprint on it. And if uh, you know, mm -hmm. when you take less, like I'm like I I, I listen to someone who I admire and I go, wow, man, I would never even think of like doing that. Yep. And you learn everything. You learn, you learn a bit of this and that here, everywhere you go. There's always something to learn. Lucky, you've been in a lot of bands. Uh, which one of them was your most fun to play with? Or, or rather, like, do you have a lot, a lot of stories with on the road or the most camaraderie in the band? You know, who was the, your 17 most 17 questions. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you look back at the times that you spent Oh, it's like you always you always remember those quote unquote notorious moments mm -hmm. or moments where people either got arrested or <sighs> dramatic moments or this kind of thing. And I had more of that mayhem with the Circle Jerks than with any other band. And so for that, you know, the most stories, the most insane stories come from that. Uh, it was no secret, and I'm not. It's nothing you won't find if you if you read the Keith Morris book, which right. I recommend. Yeah, that he was very uh, excessive at that time with 
a variety of substances, and sometimes he would, you know, stack one on top of the other. And uh, I remember one time we were playing one of those hotels that had it was round, or the upstairs was a round bar, and the whole thing rotated, and there was a piano, <laughs> and uh, we were drinking hurricanes all day because in New Orleans <laughs> the novelty is you can walk down the yes. street with with the alcohol. Right. And so. Uh, by around 4 or 5 p.m. before the show, before going off to the sound check, he had jumped on the stage of this rotating bar with all these, like, 50-year-olds sipping martinis, pulled his pants down, and screamed to the piano player, play some rock and roll with his, you know, in, in, you know basically buck naked, <laughs> screaming for rock and roll. Well, you got a guy like that. His and, name is uh, Rudy. <laughs> yeah. Rock and roll. <laughs> Fucking naked guy. He always shows up. Hey, Lucky, you there? Are you there? Oh, uh, we hung up on him again. No, God. just a line. Damn it. Hey, Lucky, can you hear me? So, Lucky, how's it like living on the power lines? Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey. How we, uh,. Okay. Let's get him back. And uh, Can you what, what, what's the plan, me? Tommy? Do we have a plan? We do have a plan. We're Lucky. interviewing Lucky Lair. Tommy. Lucky, can you hear me? Lucky. The saddest part is, is he's sitting there listening to us talk. Like this. I don't know. Can I'll try to call me? him back. Wait, there we go. <laughs> try to call him back. I don't know what's happening. Can the audience hear those uh, beeps? Quiet. Yeah. Oh, that uh -oh. that's a bad sign. Joe's Pizza. Joe <laughs> yeah, I need a pepperoni pies. And a Hawaiian. Oh, I need a Lucky, where'd you grow up? You grew up in New York City eating pizza. Now you live in uh, Los Angeles not eating pizza? No, terrible, I grew up man. in L.A. Oh, okay, you uh, did. You did. I'm, I'm L.A. all the way. Who's, right. the, who's the biggest dick in rock and roll who you ever met? <laughs> wow. Listen, tell tales there out was of school, time, man. Don't waste my time. There was a time... <laughs> Before he changed his attitude, uh, at, at the pinnacle of his... Billy Corgan, Billy Corgan, Billy Corgan. Henry was a bit full of himself. Wow. Yeah. But I don't, you know, now he's, uh, you know, grown into being this sort of astute spokesperson. Yeah. And he's very much a musicologist. Smart dude. So everybody, everybody pretty much, you know, grew up a little bit. And I don't think... Uh, Lee Ving was uh, a, a bit brash, you know, when you'd see him. And a lot of these guys would get wound up and inflate themselves before they'd go on stage. But then, uh, you know, when you talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, they were more down-to-earth. So I don't have any right. person were you, were, or, or man or woman that I could say, oh, you, that person. There was a guy that bothered everybody that made, uh, that was kind of like, in that movie Oliver Scrooge, there was the character Fagin, which was like this older guy that ripped off all the orphans. Yeah. And there was a little bit of that in this guy named Robbie Fields, who called himself Posh Boy, who <laughs> made a lot of made albums so like LPs. In those days, was the way you know, even before cassettes. And he would like uh, kind of like get bands to play on. Like there was an album called Rodney on the Rock, and we gave him a song and. Um, bands would, in, in, in hope, but in as, aspiring to be recognized, bands would give away their music and he would make, uh, 
you know, he put it on their album. Nobody ever got any money. That wasn't what bothered me that nobody got any money from him. What bothers me about him to this day is he had this attitude, which he was, you know, exude that, that he, he thought he was smart for ripping all these bands off. Yeah. Like he'd see you and he'd go, Oh, Hey, there, I, I owe you some money. Ha 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 ha. And then laugh. That right. I didn't like. Sounds like our president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, take it easy, Mario. Uh, yeah, you know, I, we, but when you were, uh, you know, you've toured around the world. Like you toured every day. It's it's tough, right? Did you were you ever like, you know, uh, you know, do you sympathize empathize with those guys because you like? Have you ever been to a dick, a dick to somebody because you were just so tired and so sick of touring and so sick of somebody coming up to you and so sick of this and like oh, just I've had it. I'm here. I'm working now at this point. It's been three months. We're on tour in Europe. I fucking had it. You 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 have to in those situations. You think about a role model who someone that's worked harder than you and has achieved more than you. Mike, what? And manages to <laughs> stay graceful. You know, yeah. and there's, they're always, they're, they always have time for that last autograph. Right. And that's the kind of guy that I want to be. Aww, I don't want to be ever cool, man. that person that doesn't recognize because I was also that kid that like looked up to these guys and was in awe. So I know that feeling. So it's easy for right. me to project how someone might feel when they're like, you know, Oh my God, can I like, you know, have a drumstick? I'm like, of course. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Great to Drumstick. meet you. Take, take the, the whole, take the whole kid. Yeah. Take the whole chicken. <laughs> yeah. You, you got blown off by Buddy Rich. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Does that stick in the back of your mind when like some like your wide-eyed kid comes up to you like, oh, uh, excited and like you're like, hey man, you I, know I, my I hero, it. Buddy Rich. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I like that. I like it. I like that. I'm that person that likes it. It's cool. I like that. I'm this person today that doesn't. Uh, ever get tired or, or uh, irritated by that because I don't want to be that other guy that is like too cool or too uh, busy for some young person's enthusiasm but I'm not, I'm not trying to like win dog catcher or, or make people think well, oh this guy's so amazing and so down to earth that's not the point of it it's just it's not cool to be a dick right uh, listen, I've talked to the uh, people in California. You're totally losing that dog catcher race, by the way. <laughs> um, if you quickly, uh, do, do you mind uh, staying on, on with us for like two more, a couple more minutes? And I'll just give you, you want to play Crap Not Crap? We play it with all the guests. I'll give you a band. You tell me they're Crap Not Crap. I'll, I'll I'll do the best I can, but I, I know. I'm not that negative guy, so I, I don't. Know. I, I, I'm not the guy that's going to say bands are crap or Abba, not. We'll, maybe you'll maybe you'll think about one that that I think is crap. Hate, maybe there's one. I hate we'll this see. game with you. You're too nice. I hate playing with game. I'll you start know. off with but Abba. You know, no, you're not going to start off with anything. <laughs> Be quiet. All right, so Abba. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Abba. I thought they were crap till I saw my wife. Now my wife, my then girlfriend, wanted to see that. That what is it? A, a play? We went to a play, oh, and yeah. somehow Ooh, all their songs fancy. got woven into uh, a play. Dancing Queen, uh, uh, yeah, my yeah. big fat Greek yeah. wedding. <laughs> my big fat I Italian mean, co-host. it was. Uh, I thought it was. I mean, of course they're syrupy, and and uh, but I, they're not crap to me. Yeah. All right. All right. Game over. Fair, fair he doesn't enough. hate Abba. It's over. Zappa. <laughs> Sounds like Abba a little. What about Frank Zappa? Zappa? As in Frank Zappa? Yeah. 
not I, that's that's like genius level. It's that's not the right. kind of music that I enjoy. Right. But well, then, what's a, the point then? <laughs> In California, Frank Zappa is God. It's okay. carnival music. Carnival yeah. Music, right? Yeah. Let, let I mean, speak. the people that the drummers that played with him is a who's who. You had to be a drummer on a, a very like high level to be able to execute that precision. And uh, you know, Terry Bozio and yeah. some of the other heavy cats that played with him. That alone, there's no way. You know, just because a genre is not your favorite genre doesn't give a person the right to label it crap, my opinion. Right, 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 right. But you wouldn't, like, reach for, like, a, a, a Zapper record or something like that. Though. I didn't. I never really bought one, I'll be honest with you. That's about <laughs> the best I could say, to Me- be honest. Metallica. Yeah, I like them. <laughs> All, right. Uh, All right. Foo Fighters. I like them very much. New York Dolls. Oh, he's loving it. Uh, they were important along the way. They were a, a step that everyone had a step on that to get to the next level. Nice, Th- that kind put. of music was a portal because punk r- rose from the ashes of glam, and people right. really should understand that. Yeah, that's When true. you guys started out, how uh, the New York Dolls were like, uh, what, a couple years into it or something? Did you take a, any yeah, inspiration? Yeah, they, the glam thing had really take run its course. You know, people don't, uh, some people were old enough. They, Elton John had a glam vibe. Alice Cooper was shocked, but there was a glam to it. And glam uh, got so big. Bowie. And, and, and then the drugs got deep into it. And the whole thing that was like a giant, like cat, like a sandcastle. And <laughs> it, eventually it got knocked down. And came out of those ashes. Right. So you guys weren't like angry at the glam rockers or something like, you know, like you, you seem like. No, a, no, that was all that was all part of it. The, the glam, all they did was what they had the makeup in one way and then they did it. They, they turned it dark and, and it gave it kind of a da-da thing. And then all of a sudden they started calling it punk, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it sort of grew, but it emerged like. It was a lineage, is what I'm trying to say. I have exactly. This feel, I, I well always put. have this feeling, like almost like the punk rockers had a uh, musical enemy. But I guess you know, I, I the guess en- enemy was uh, the arena rock, the, the hippies, cock rock. Right, but that's an easy enemy. Not the hippies. No, we like the hippies. It was the <laughs> it was the metal. It was the over the top. I got a giant bulge in my pants. That was my a, that was after shirt. your time, though, Mario. That was we're talking about 1979, 1982. Yeah, let's move on with the game. That let's was move on the game. Crap, that, not crap. Deep purple. I think Ooh. Lucky will agree. Deep purple. Yes, I do agree, and I loved, I love Deep Purple. <laughs> they, ha- you know, a, a lot of these bands were what you heard on their album was one thing, but what you would see if you saw them live, a lot of these bands could play for two or three hours, and they take any one tune and jam on it forever, and. You know, that they were jam bands that people took drugs, you know, and, and went to these like experiences. So all these bands had, you know, a, a major contribution in, in what they did live wasn't what you heard on their LPs. Right. Ted Nugent. I think he's great. I think he's, I don't like his politics, <laughs> right, though, personally. Sure. I'm with, I'm with I you don't on like that, that but... he. Listen, stranglehold is mint, though, right? I mean, free for all is mint. So we can't, you know. We no, just... no. The, the music is fabulous, and I guess he feels the need, kind of that Donald Trump trip to like yeah, pander yeah. to a certain, uh, like what now they call it the base. Right. So he feeds his base a lot of right wing stuff 
that I don't even know if he believes. I don't but, exactly. Uh, I was just going to say the same thing. I don't think he really believes in it, but I think it snowballed a little bit for him, and he was like, "Hey, man, yeah, I'm going yeah. to run with it." And I don't even know if he yeah. believes the half the shit he says. <laughs> Smash mouth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Smash mouth. Smash mouth. Yeah, what do you think of Smash mouth? Jesus, that's Smash not a list. Well, <laughs> my buddy, my buddy played drums with them, so I love them. Right. Um, and uh, that guy's an awesome drummer. He also played with Marilyn Manson, and uh, you know they're they're good. They're getting over. They're, they found their own unique voice, so to speak. I've got nothing negative on them. Uh, okay, Nickelback. Who? Nickelback. Oh, that's good. That's good because okay. that's sort of like keeping the... For the time that they came out, it was like they had like picked... They were like a standard bearer, kind of keeping that sort of alternative or, or that kind of vibe. They were just another iteration of that, and I think it's important that it keep reinventing itself that way. You're so diplomatic. Hootie and the Blowfish. Boz Skaggs. <laughs> well, okay. I have zero bad to say about that because that, when you say Boz Skaggs, my brain hears Steve Gadd. That was uh, the drummer. Spyro Giro. And, 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 and also, I think Jeff Picaro was another drummer with Steve Gadd, and right. they played some amazing. Shuffles and Shuffle. especially, uh, of course, Lido Shuffle. <laughs> Those songs are, uh, you know, for their genre, they're uh, significant. What about, right. what about I, the Grateful Dead? Tough. Well, now, I'll be honest. I'll be honest about the dead because, um, you know, if you would ask me at the height of the Circle Jerks, did I know the music of the Grateful Dead? And did I like it? I would have. I would have lied twice. I'd say I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> don't know. Don't like. But well, they they played everything three times. Me, so at least you can just honestly, lie twice. Honestly, one of my one of my still favorite things to do is drive uh, up the coast from let's say L.A. You pass Santa Cruz. You pass Cambria. You're heading toward Big Sur, and more often than not. If I'm doing that and I'm, I'm like I can get it up to sixty or seventy, uh, I'm going to turn on what I think of as driving music, California driving music, Eagles, Queen's Clearwater <laughs> Revival, Poco. Grateful Dead. There you go. I'm happy. Evelyn it? Champagne King. <laughs> what the hell's that? I don't know that one. <laughs> all so, right, uh, you, you, uh, all right. So, as an LA guy who drives along the uh, Pacific Coast Highway, the Beach Boys. Some you might think they're crap or not crap. We don't know. I think we know. They're great. <laughs> Hello, sir. Are you there? Brian Wilson, you're on. I like all that I like all that stuff. I, I like I said from the outset of the game. Good for you. Gonna, I'm gonna be hard pressed to for you, say anything. I know, bad. I know, I know. Name two bands that you hate. Yeah, give us and two. Why is it Pink two Floyd? Craps. Give us one <laughs> give one crap that you pick. I I hate any band that doesn't like me. <laughs> no vegan band. All right, I'll give you the most polarizing one of all, uh, uh, Steely Dan. Um, I I know every Steely Dan yeah. song. You jazz drumming <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Their drummer Keith Carlock is a friend of mine. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> he's fabulous. He's the best live drummer they've ever had for their tours. Their music is absolutely um, 
impeccable. And uh, I don't think that, what is it like? Say there's, say there's seven or eight albums. I can't remember right now. I don't think there's a bad song on any track of seven or eight albums. We agree. Right. We agree. Um, people in the chat box trying to come up with a band that you'll hate. They can't figure it out. A uh, Limp Biscuit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. You're going to keep naming bands that are not unknown garage know, bands. You're going to name bands that have some degree of commercial success. I'm going to think these were people that were serious about their craft. It may not be the album that I bought or the CD that I got or this or that, but these were often, most often, uh, these people were good and this what's on their vinyl or on their cassette or whatever represented a, uh, an effort to a certain degree. And usually, it, it, I'm, it may not be my thing, but it, it's it's it, for what it is. It's usually good. Man, I gotta get Tribe out to the, Quest. I gotta get out to this That's California and, and smoke weed and sleep on the beach all day. I love everybody. You're talking yeah. to the yeah, you're right. man. It, it all depends what you smoke. <laughs> Lucky, thank. I mean, you know, you're such a diplomatic guy, and we appreciate you calling in. Um, I, you know, Wait it's amazing. It's amazing. What a great interview. Go you, ahead, Brian. How'd you Sorry. get the name Lucky? How'd you get the name Lucky? Well, that is a, a, a gear shift to high school <laughs> where I had one of these uh, uh, pet hobbies that I like to be in. Uh, I was in the high school debate team, and so that name came to me not from music uh, and not from my career as an adult performer uh, in the, uh, the X-rated video <laughs> world, right, yeah. but, but from a high school debating team, and it's a uh, name that stuck and stuck good it worked out good in those days a lot of the drummers had nicknames so that was the one that i adopted nice and uh what what, what do you got brewing now what's the new project you got and where can we find this I, I got a band that i like a lot that i play with his name is chris olsen and i don't know what's going to come out of that but i like playing with chris and we're playing the 18th somewhere in the valley uh if i knew where i would <laughs> drop that on uh, yeah. on this interview but um Chris's music is great and I love playing it I love the guys I'm playing with Chuck Cicerello and Damian Valentine and every time we play I have a good time uh I'm in uh, another couple of groups I'm always in a bunch of different groups and uh I try to be careful with my time yeah. but uh if I like the people I'll play with them you know invariably because I think it's important that you enjoy the company of the people you're with yes. because uh, you end up spending a lot of time with them. Is it tougher as you get older to be in a bunch of different bands? Or if you didn't stop, and also if you stop playing drums, like that, that's not that's just out, right? You're just going to play till the end, right? I'm going to keep playing, and I'm going to keep pushing with some bands. I'll keep playing hardcore in one band. I might modulate it and play a little different style in another, depending on the genre. Try to stay open. Always find time for practice. That's a, you know, it's like a four-legged stool, and practice has to be one of the legs on the table. Yeah. So, um, but I'm going to keep doing it because it's too much fun. All right, man. I, you know, I mean, this has been incredible insight. I could talk to you for another hour. I, I appreciate you staying on so long with us. Uh, you know, it's really uh, means a well, lot Well, thank us, you man. for giving me this uh chance to yap with you guys i know you have like 
somehow I have I've no idea how, but you developed a huge audience. <laughs> we don't know either. <laughs> it's punk rock radio. For no that, one... I congratulate you. So keep doing what you're doing, and thanks for having me on. Hey man, thanks, thank man. you so much. I really, we really, really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Lucky. man. You're a good dude, and uh, we'd, love right. to, we'd love to have you on again uh, hey, look, anytime you, you like. All right, bro. You liking you us means a lot. Bye bye. Thanks, Lucky man. Right, Take th- care. Th- thanks, Whoa. Lucky. All right, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. right on time. He Ten was a lucky man. John Hulan, that is. She had the white horses. That, that, my friend, is exactly what it would be like if Brian Alien grew up to be an adult on the West Lucky Coast of rules, California. Man. Dude, that's, Lucky's the best. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Was it was great. Answering great. all our questions without a hesitation in the world. He loves every band. He's, crab, not crap, is not the game. <laughs> He's a lifer, dude. That's a, that's a lifer. And, uh, you know, he, I think he's like, hey, like, who's the biggest asshole in rock? He's like, yeah, hey, I don't know, me. Everybody's cool. Everybody. <laughs> he's the greatest. Thank you, Lucky. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're live from the Barrage. We'll take a break right after this. Lucky won't even know that we have this song. I hope uh, we're going to get sued. Here we go. Back after this. Thank you, Lucky. What they did. Past the present. Got us in this situation. But they come in. No matter run. Everybody's. Building bombs, no more housewife days of our life's television, Disneyland, festival, this is The Germans on his deathbed, our president's popularity down, an epileptic called the colonel, presses the button, it's all knocked down, no more housewife days of our life's television, Disneyland, festival, this is
like sloppy drunk Sticking up a room like a stinky skunk Fall on your face and your head goes clunk Things spin around, throw up in your bunk Nobody likes sloppy drunk Sticking up the room like a stinky skunk Nobody likes sloppy drunk My uncle Ed came over Christmas night And ate up all our food That wouldn't be so bad But then he went and drank up all the booze He went and cussed my papa Now that was downright rude You get liquored up in my house, son I'm gonna have to read you the news Nobody likes sloppy drunk Sticking up a room like a stinky skunk Fall on your face and your head goes clunk Things been around, throw up in your bunk Nobody likes sloppy drunk Sticking up a room like a stinky skunk Nobody likes sloppy Down at the Roundup Bar one night, it was getting on about two. See this cowboy, he was on the He ordered up a round of drinks, he was acting up a fool. He was ripping up on her dress and then hitting on her too. Nothing gets me more riled up than a cowboy acting rude. So I grabbed him up by the scruff of the neck and yes, I, I read that, that boy the, the news. news. Nobody likes sloppy drunks Sticking up a room like a stinky skunk Fall on your face and your head goes clunk Things spin around, throw up in your bunk Nobody likes sloppy drunks Sticking up the room like a stinky skunk Nobody likes sloppy There's like no way for us to harmonize on this pad, it's just so bad. Check, do it again! <laughs> Wait, I stand corrected. Go for I none. I stilly Dan corrected. Hey, check out the Kungus. Yeah. Hey look, Take we it. found some black people. <laughs> Take it, Fred Jr. Oh my god, this is abysmal. Got a black magic woman. My memory stick is overloading. Oh, they copied that. It should blow up that whole room. Here's another Steely Dan song I have. With Kungas and hi hats. Are we on the air? What did I mean to do? Waka waka waka. Right after these words from Country Mike. Yeah, Country Mike. I like Country Mike. Not crap. Mike and I'd like to say hello to the black, the white, the red, and the green, the purple and yellow. But first, I gotta bang, bang, stop my boots, put it to the culture bee. Catfish and cornbread is what I love to eat. But so far, you heard my voice. Yes, it ain't no riddle. Right now, I'm gonna introduce the man Slim on the fiddle. Make it slim. 
Country Mike can't find the Mario page. It's Take Five with Mario. What's up, Mario? Search that. Oh. That was a good interview, John. I really appreciated that. I, I came in more just to listen. I didn't want to interrupt. I thought you. It, I thought it went pretty well. I don't want yeah, to interrupt did. you, John. Do you th Mario, do you seriously think it went okay? I think it went fine, John. Everything's up. Yeah, right you yeah. enjoyed that, Mary, didn't hey, you? Pete, hey, Pete, what's up? What's up, dude? You hear yourself in the microphone? Because I hear you. You hear me? I'm good. Yeah, yeah you're good. Right, I like good, to man. see Pete here. He uh, traveling down, Pete's he turned here. down the doobage in the break. I don't know. Something's wrong. Pete, you okay? <laughs> yeah, Mark. <laughs> Grateful Dead's Turn in town. Turn down the doobage is my favorite Ruta Vega song. <laughs> Turn down Listen, down Listen John, where's where's that <laughs> sample we were working <laughs> on? <laughs> Listen, I don't have Wait, time you say Every time you say something, I just interrupt you. That's just called the show. No, no, we were laughing our ass off. It's an old Brian Stack bit. The interrupter. We're laughing our ass off at the comedy bit that you ruin every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in bad shape, John. Bad. bad From shape. drinking all day. Physically and emotionally, I'm in bad shape. What happened, Mary? Right. Are you getting divorced? <laughs> You almost hit that nail on the head. Oh, I'm entertaining the thought. Wouldn't, don't you just, just fantasize of, about it? <laughs> fantasize about it. Yeah, you see those four hundred dollar billboards? You know, like, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute. This is going to cost a four hundred dollar bill all day. Money. Maybe I can write this <laughs> off. And, no, yeah. write this off, Mary. You can't divorce a lane number two. I can't. I can't. I'm in just so much pain. You know, the internal buzzing in my ear. I do this. The I, I, I ah. <laughs> here he is. God, the interrupter, not that obnoxious freak who interrupts you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to. Why is there music playing? It's the people's court. I find outro. you really unbearable. <laughs> Can't you go irritate someone else for a change? <laughs> Why does it always have to be you? <laughs> I guess most people can run away when I bother them, but I have to just <laughs> sit here and take it. <laughs> so that's wow, my new name, John, right? I'm the interrupter. I, am I bet the you haven't had a bath in six months. Unless no, I count that I time do. you ran naked through a charity car wash. <laughs> there must be some way you can get rid of me. What if I offered you a one-way plane ticket to the city of my choice? Clearance would you actually rights, use it? Clearance. Or would you just <laughs> trade it for North Korean hey, yeah. Listen, Brian Stack's my buddy on Twitter. Every time I What's post something about Brian Stack, he actually like, likes it and thanks me. He's I mean, like, thanks, man. Let's get him on the show. Oh, I'm gonna try. He's a writer for Cold Air hey, now. Weren't you in jail for a while? <laughs> yeah, for peeing into the mail slot of a Planned Parenthood clinic. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell was that all about? <laughs> were you making some kind of misguided political statement? Or were you just trying to find out if I'm pregnant? It's Mario. He's the interrupter. I am the interrupter. You can't get I am the interrupter. Tainting my time. Anyway, I coach. Stick in the I back like of the discount teams, rack John. with another can of beans. <laughs> 
Now my mic is off. It's All right, up, go ahead. Up, up, I engage you for a second, and then I would like I implore Tommy to do the news. People are very excited about Mario. People in the chat box saying Trial and Pete rules. Pete is the best. I want to sit next to your, your appearance. Mario, Mario regale people. us. What's going go ahead, on? Mario, I, what's I actually am the not the coach, the assistant coach on three soccer team. <laughs> three U teams, two you. soccer and one baseball, and I'm in so much pain from doing reps with the kids. Where soccer's not so bad because I got good legs, but. <laughs> Hitting the ball a hundred times, watching it go through their legs, makes them you the, the exhausted basics. every day. I see hot. My back, I am in so much pain. And then I go home from giving blowjobs behind <laughs> the 7 Eleven. So you're the interrupter. <laughs> I am. Mara, are you doing these exercises with the kids or what? Yeah, you have to hit him the ball over and over again, and and, and watch them Until throw it to first have base. Sex and with you. Fungo and what's in the news? <laughs> fungo bat. Do the outfield drills. It's insane. I watch YouTube videos at night, and then I go actually and implement. Because it, you I don't have face life. Mary, you, you need some R and R, man. You've been working too hard. I do, I do, and I need my family life to like be peaceful when I get home. What's going on, I'm man? So it's fucking, never gonna happen. At work, I'm getting ready for the big, big art shows. Now I'm, I'm doing the three sports, and then I go we home. We just killed Daniel Something's Murphy. always wrong. <laughs> Mary, Daniel Mar Murphy's dead. He's writhing. Yes, writhing Daniel in Murphy pain. has died oh on the field. Thank Daniel God. Murphy's on the Mets. Go ahead. No, he's not. Oh, Tommy. Oh, Tommy. 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 It's Stop. over. Daniel Murphy, why don't you pray to Jesus? You got hit in the balls oh, by a that's, bat or something. That's an Achilles. He'll be fine. He'll Daniel. be fine. Hey, speaking of balls, Mary, you want me to talk to your wife? Oh! battered his jaw. Oh, you think that would help? Maybe. I think they just they just. Pushed a batch or two out of Daniel Murphy then. From a town. Known it's just as a Douglas phase. It's just Long a bad Island. set of circumstances that happen one after another to cause a, what a is momentary he shift in our oh, here he comes. cosmic what relationship. About a moment, momentary shift to cosmic relationship is my least favorite Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd record. <laughs> <laughs> a, momentary a momentary shift. shift. Cosmic relationship. Where are, you, where are you supposed to go <laughs> to? If like, you don't eat your meat. You can't have any pudding. You can't have any pudding if you don't eat your meat. You know, I really think they're genius. Right. Well, so listen, genius. how about I eat both because I'm fucking, I got nothing to do here all day. Hello. I'm a kid. I don't know what you're talking about. Mary, where are you Is supposed to go to like anybody? a I'm a child. In I'm a, I'm a pr in prison child. <laughs> so, like, listen, if you want to go? You want to give me Pete? Uh, you want to give me meat? You want to give me pudding? You know, I mean, it's a, a little from column A. Uh, give a fuck. What, what else am I going to do? You fucking If you hump. don't have any Pete. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have any Pavicevich. How <laughs> can you have any Pavicevich? If you don't eat your Pete. Go home. We don't need when we you know, winter to throw. Mario is sorry. All right. That's right. So where that's was I supposed Pink to do? I'm sorry. Parody tapes. Floyd talk. Were you supposed to go to a Rest doctor for your ears? <laughs> I did. I'm hey, Mike, you're on Floyd talk. What's up, Mike? Yeah, uh, you know the uh, part in uh, Division Bell? I think that's a, I think that's a tape edit. You could hear it. Yeah. Talk. Mike from Syosset, you're on Floyd. <laughs> Floyd talk. Talking Floyd. Yeah, 101.9, the Floyd. We're talking, talking Floyd. Floyd. The whole the show is in Floyd. reverb. Yeah. Floyd. Posted. <laughs> Chad on the chat box saying, give everyone delay. See how long it lasts. Dude. Oh, <laughs> Murphy's still down. Murphy is down for when the count. Murphy is down and went to school. He played baseball. He's got five tools. That's a five-tool player, a hitter, that's, that's not fielder. We can't provide you with the drugs <laughs> to make this record interesting. <laughs> it's sports guys. Listen, man. Animals. Animals. Have you heard animals? 
Every song I heard is named Lucky after Lair. an animal. It's hilarious. I heard Lucky Lara likes it just fine. <laughs> Ouch. There's nothing against it. He's Mary, you have great. any parting words for us about your week and your life? <laughs> well, Tommy trying to make rap. Mario I want to wrap, wrap it up, it up with uh, <laughs> this weekend is April 29th, and I've been telling you assholes for three weeks now. Go on, go on. The Climate March is this weekend, <laughs> Sunday, Tommy April 29th. Tommy waving his hand in a wrap it up <laughs> fashion. <laughs> I am telling you the it's end is near. Bring I, it like this, I like this kind of uh, this new producing <laughs> that you have. This is like the a sign's whole... simple. You know, you, we can joke, but try to do something this weekend joke. for the climate march. Everybody, so everybody. Joking. Mara, tell us how, where, what are you going to do for the climate march? We joke. Well, I, I was hate at, you. I'm I was downtown. I accepted an award yesterday. Now for what? I don't, for a sustainability thing that I did. <laughs> sustainability. Sustainability and uh, you know recycling and all that. What? Crap. Wait, you recycle in class? It was Recycling. a great Recycling. ceremony, and all the kids got iPads. Amazing. What, uh, what, what, wait a second. It sounds like you, you don't just, know. It sounds like you don't know what you got the award for. Well, which I was is, there. Which to, is my favorite yeah, Cinderella I was there to song. Represent the two students that got. You the just award. threw out a bunch of words like sustainability, recycling, green. The it means sustainability. Uh, in our this has been wait, an incredible hey, paradigm by the way, shift right now. Mets, uh, Mario, you will notice that uh, Familia has no outs and the bases are loaded and in a two-run game. He's a garbage. He stinks. There's I mean, just, we're losing this game too, right? And it's over, right? You guys are to like back. totally ignoring the dominant shift that just happened right now that Tommy is turning to Mario and waving <laughs> him on. Like, this is like more, more. Yeah, wait, I Mario just got all. fucking busted down. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mario, two of your students got awards and you were there to. The sign is real simple, B. It says, wrap it up. You were there to shepherd that shit? <laughs> shepherd. I was the shepherd. I'm, I'm not on. I was a shepherd boy. I was about Mia to Mayor's mic. I was a shepherd. Oh. Yes. He's, uh, I, I live a duplicitous lifestyle. His mic you is on one and it's still too loud. And, uh, I, I live a double uh, life. Double. I have the barrage life and then I have my professional life. Mary, it seems like you're getting an He's award. He's going to walk in the fucking time, uh, winning run. I guarantee it you. It seems like you're getting an award like every week. It's going to strike out no, the, the students get the awards. Listen. I just get, get them involved in these opportunities. Well, Ma- Listen, Mario, I will, I, I've always said, Mario is a great teacher. He's a wonderful man in that Capacity. I don't know what I'm going to do when I retire. It's the only thing I'm respected in. All right, let's move on to the next. <laughs> well, segment. apparently you're going to hang out with me and bother me the whole time Mary, because I, constantly, uh, you know, he's like, "Oh, can you come over and do this for me?" And now he's completely stopped calling me. He just called my wife. <laughs> I did. I had to call. Why? To the head. You what told you me to. I had to go. I was. I had no choice. No, but you did this. Uh, you know, I have to go too. But listen, thank you for giving me this <laughs> platform. You and, you Let's and, get on with the you news. You and Paul Graziano are in the I same digress. boat as me right now. Oh, Nobody... I have to go to that now. Oh, I'm, good, I'm because in. I won't be invited. there. I'll be at work. Me too. Swinging a hammer. I'll be at your work. I'll be there with both your wives. I'm come help you that <laughs> right, day. Good. good. I hope you have sex with my wife. Mario, it's an honor. Yeah, but how do he eat him? Never. Never. <laughs> <Almost> forever. That's <laughs> not the kind of relationship we have, John. You know. I hope. I'm so sick of it. We have a communal lifestyle in many ways, but that's Mario, not Mario, please have sex with my wife. <laughs> okay, Rodney. She still won't leave me. I'm trying my best. If anything, I may spring her back. Honey, if you're listening with the, out there with your friend, I'm just kidding. Ish. Can I be the one I love who you says like a what's sister. in the news, Tommy? <laughs> yes. Please save us. Give me some music, John. All right. What was it? News time? Yes. Yeah, it's, the, uh, it's, the to- it's the Tommy Rockstar news explosion? What could yeah. be in the news, news this week? I don't know. <laughs> hey, John. Can we please do the news? Yeah. News. Let's do the news. Tommy, what's in the news? Mm. Thank you. As he lights a... Once I get my intro, I will tell you. What? Da, 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 da. Running a gym. Yes. Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. Yes, we can isolate that, Chad. I will. 
get right on this. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar, what's in the news? All right, all right. Making <laughs> all the intros. Breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. I like asking him what's in the news and interrupting him with a <laughs> <No>. clip. <laughs> uh, this weekend was. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tommy. Uh, this weekend. <laughs> this weekend was to. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> oh, poor Dave. Lucky Lira likes him. Poor Dave. Lucky Lira. Lucky Lira likes everything. He said Lira like an Italian. Duck. Yeah. He actually. He the actually. Money we he, spend in yeah. Italy. He Lucky, Lucky Lira not crapped Hitler. He cra- <laughs> <laughs> you know he built some roads. He was a good speaker. He was a good speaker. I mean, like I didn't like what he did, but he was very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Everyone's got ups and downs. You know. Misunderstood. <laughs> What's in the news, Tommy? Oh, you wouldn't believe what's in the news. <laughs> what's Let, me news? Guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Crab, not crab. Pull pot. A man, <laughs> a man named Cat. Hey, you know, he was around the scene in the beginning. Game. It's Cambodia. There it's is a story like that. Go ahead, uh, Tommy. Mm. This weekend was to mark the launch of the Fire Festival, a brand new Fire! boutique luxury festival taking place in the Bahamas. With tickets to the festival running between $4,000 and $12,000, the price of admission included a <laughs> chartered flight from Miami, private Go villas to sleep in, yachts with gorgeous models, and performances by the likes of Blink-182, music... Music. Uh, I like that band, Music. Band? Oh, no, it's good music. Sorry, oh, G-O-O-D so. music. That's, that's the best name you can give That's a, That's a collective of music. Soul right. child. Lucky Lara. Ma- who else? Who else? Major, Lucky Lara's a big fan. Major Lazer. <laughs> Not crap. Major Lazer. Major Lazer. Um, um, Nico McBrain. Right. Solo <laughs> folk acoustic. Disclosure and many more. Not crap. And, and, and Nico. <laughs> Dis- Dis- <laughs> Double play. Double play. Game Nico. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Put it in the books. It's about time. We totally should have lost that game, too. Familia's crap. Don't fuck yourself. Take a seat, Bryce Harper. Hey, hey, Familia's on, on pins and no, needles a lot crap. less. he's crap. He's crap. He's crap. Listen, the guy's got no heart. We're winning nothing with him. He'll come back. <laughs> uh, put it in the books. Thank all you, right. Man. Sorry, Tom. It's all right. Sorry. On paper, it all sounded good, but upon arrival, uh, festival Rival. goers. Put it in the box. <laughs> <laughs> festival goers. Festival. <laughs> We're met to what amounts to a disaster zone. Met. <laughs> met. Uh, according to corroborated reports, the festival grounds were instead littered with half-built tents and mountains of trash. Mm. Apparently, uh... <laughs> mounds of trash. Mounds of trash. Apparently, uh, catered meals were nothing more than a slice of bread and cheese. Right, I heard about that. With a salad garnish for good measure. Listen, what do you, what do you so. want, everything? As night fell... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as night fell and the man burned. The, the situation became even more chaotic as festival staff and security were nowhere to be found. Yeah, right. Sounds like Burning Man. I heard security was even like shaking people down for money. Yeah. It's good for them. Tommy, this is like the concert that you're playing. It's my time to shine. Yeah, it's like Maltesia. Oh my God! Why? uh, This is an outrage. I cannot believe my fourteen thousand dollars well spent. Where are my models? What time does Brahms go on? (laughs) What? You don't like your lean too? (laughs) (laughs) When is Mac DeMarco playing? Uh, uh, I do his merch. You bunch of pussies. Uh, Apparently, people's luxury luggages were thrown out of the back of a truck. (laughs) I saw luxury luggage uh, open for. We're thrown out of the back of a truck to an awaiting luxury luggage is my favorite unrest record. Hey, where'd you get these rich people? I fell off the back of a truck (laughs) as they would. 
to an awaiting mob. Uh, there were reports. <laughs> awaiting mob. There were reports of feral- they're just always waiting, <laughs> like for anything to happen. Mm. There's a mob hanging out. There All were- right, boys, here he comes. <laughs> there were also reports of it's ja rule. Mm. This is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> Are you ready? Game is everybody face. ready to go? Game faces, everybody. Get him, boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Al now strikes. Union busters. Just like we practiced. We've been sitting guys. Because like I'm, I'm not a union. I spent twelve thousand dollars on this ticket. They're like, all right, buddy, and they hit him with sticks. Sitting here for four years, we forgot what you told us. There were also reports of feral dogs running loose through the festival. <laughs> With some attendees alleging that they've gotten into a verbal and physical <laughs> physical <laughs> confrontations with locals. Locals. All the while, flights to the island have been canceled the by the promoter. Festival organizers, which include rapper Ja Rule. That shit on Ja Rule. There it is. He's setting us up. Not crap. Not crap. Have yet to come. Why don't you work Jad Rule and stop bothering him? Have yet to comment on the f- situation. However, this evening, Blink 182 canceled their appearance, stating, quote, We're not confident that uh, we would have what it takes to give you a proper rock performance. Mm. Uh, <laughs> which includes what? Playing shitty fucking yeah, Blink 182 exactly. right. song? Uh-huh. Sorry, I can't, no, you know, no, it, our, we canceled the gig. No, no. It has nothing yeah. to nothing to yeah. do with uh, the actual events that are happening. Yeah. We just realized, like, Two minutes ago, that we stink. The check yeah. didn't. I clear. lost. I no. lost my contact, so I can't Conven- frame a D. He conveniently stink. <laughs> the escrow. Fell Travis out. Barker has a, an infection on his arm from his <laughs> new, latest tattoo. Many of the festival goers were able to make it to the island. Uh, have actually left the grounds and sought refuge in the Bahamas airport. Yeah. But we have a breaking news that we're currently eating coconuts. There's no airport there. Uh, the, it, <laughs> I have an updated statement from the festival Ooh, themselves. Uh, so this is what they say. <laughs> In response to uh, all this the press. This is what the festival says. Here's what Colonel Bahamas Jaquando uh, <laughs> says. He's he's trustworthy. They said, quote... I'm sure he'll tell us what's happening. your refugee experience. They said, quote, Fire Refuge. Festival set out to provide a once-in-a-lifetime musical experience on the islands of the Bahamas. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Right? Yeah. Due to the circumstances... You need... Oh, Due to the circumstances yeah. out of our control, the physical infrastructure was not in place... Uh, on time, and yeah. we are unable to fulfill the vision. Turns out you can't you can't build a stage out of coconuts, a la, a la Gilligan's <laughs> Island. Our guests, a professor. At this, sharing a period. These coconuts are very bad drivers. At this time, we are working tirelessly to get flights scheduled and get everyone off the Great Exuma and home safely. Is Great Exuma? That's the name of the town there. Jadrul flew everyone home himself. We ask that guests currently on the island do not make their own arrangements to get off the, to the airport. <laughs> they can't. They have as, no internet. As, as we can coordinate them for them. We are working to place everyone on a complimentary charter. <laughs> They're going to handle it. Don't right. worry. Handu. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. We're going to take care of it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah you, guys, you brought me here, you weirdo. SS Blink-182 sunk <laughs> off the coast. <laughs> <laughs> We're working to place everyone on complimentary charters. SS Sink-182. <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay. Travis Barker built a coconut drum kit. I like the uh, singer of that band, uh, Brett Drowner. (laughs) Sync 182. (laughs) (laughs) We are are working to place everyone on a complimentary charter back to Miami. They never worked a day in their lives. This process has commenced. Complimentary charter. You know what I did all day? I I spent all day underneath the compressor with oil dripping in my eye. (laughs) And this motherfucker is saying we're working. Guess what? 
You need never work the day in your life. Safety- Com- complimentary Charter is my favorite song on Flip Your Wig. <laughs> <laughs> Safety and comfort of our guests is our top priority. The festival is being postponed until further. Uh, we can further assess the situation when we'll be able to create a higher quality experience for what we envisioned. He gets me every time I'm taking a like pull of smoke. <laughs> Complimentary charters. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> this story is out of Austin, Texas. <clears throat> Crazed TV show host Alex Jones suffered a dramatic. Crazed. Uh, <laughs> Getting very uh, editorialized. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. Uh, suffered a dramatic defeat in custody battle this week in a trial that questioned both Jones's future visitation mm. rights to his children and the legitimacy of his performances on Infowars. Well, well they are alien children. <laughs> Who's he warring with anyway? His, his wife, his ex. Yeah, the wife. Yeah, he lost that shit, right? Because this is the best part. He's like, hey, it's all a joke. It's all an act. Exactly. While the wacky host will share... And everyone, all his followers are like, what? We thought you were serious about the aluminum foil in the clouds or whatever. You know. I kind of like the guy. I like his moxie. Are you kidding me? Well, he, he, listen, he's a That's maniac. He's a... While the wacky host will share custody with his estranged <laughs> wife, host. Kelly Jones... The ex-wife of the InfoWars host will have, <laughs> will have rights to decide where the children local, live. Local flushing songstress. <laughs> the jury ruled 10 to 2 in Kelly's favor uh, following 10 hours of deliberation at the, the end two? of a nine-day trial. I don't know. Yeah, that's great when you, when, you, when you look over at the jury and two of them wear like aluminum foil hats and you just give them like a kind of like a, a little thumbs up yeah. that Doing the jury. Job yeah. 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 The other the other ten people don't realize that when they hit band they can hit AM. <laughs> They're like, I don't know. I just left it on like when I bought the car. <laughs> Jones had previously been jo- had joint management custody with the three children who lived at his residence. Uh, Kelly saw them sparingly on the moon five times this year. I got news for you. Ask the kids what they want to do. Yeah. Tommy's got news for us, too. (laughs) 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 A central question. That's what you should say at the beginning of every day. I got news News for you. you. I got news for you. I got news for you. I'm stealing that. A central question in the case had been whether or not Alex Jones' off-air persona is the same as what viewers see on InfoWars. Or if it's merely a kind-hearted, doting, soft-spoken father off camera. Doting. Jo- John- doting. He's busy doting. <laughs> it's all busy doting on his kids. What's that, Mario? Oh, it's not an act. Mario's still off. No, I have him up. He's speaking like into the air or something. I am speaking. Oh, what? It was the wire. Oh, look at that! My goodness. All right, Tommy, that's a great story, but I'm worried that that could what people can pursue that that's who I am. Jones that I'm this insane person that I have this persona on air. Well, it's but in reality, I'm not this at all. I'm really? Just, oh, really? Because I'm when you get up here, you, you're exactly the fucking same, you liar. <laughs> Jones's lawyers have notably argued that his on-air persona is an act, and this assertion that could potentially uh, cast some doubt on his often over-the-top political claims, including doubts that the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre ever occurred. Does he, is he, is he a Sandy Hook truther? Yeah. That's oh, yeah, just, that's tough. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's just wrong, man. That's I mean, a big one with him. Jesus Christ, dude. What the fuck? Regardless, questions about InfoWars. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? Ooh, ooh. 
have been something uh-huh. of a moot point due to the judge's refusal to allow trial to focus on the program. Judge Drool. Is this thing on? <laughs> Thanks, Pat. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> However, Jones's ex-wife's attorneys brought a few videos into evidence, including a clip of Alex apparently inebriated in D.C. Right. on inauguration night following a 1776 Will Commence Again rant, and the age of man is here. What? Age of man is a good one. Before announcing that he was going to urinate in a tree. Good, good idea. <laughs> We're going to urinate in a tree. Now, he's going to use this to his advantage to go on the air and be like, oh, they're all against me. It's a conspiracy and all this stuff. Yep. And he's going to make another billion dollars for being a bloated. I, I can't wait till that guy's fucking heart explodes through his head. Yeah, on the totally. Air. He's, he's so red. Yep. Big so going to have a heart attack. Who's going to have a heart attack first, me or Alex Jones? Alex Jones. <laughs> AJ. The only other clip that was allowed was... Alex Jones. I may have one before this news is over. <laughs> the only other clip take that a heart attacks. was allowed was from the Joe Rogan show in which he oh. was seen smoking a joint. The number one podcast on the air. Worst show ever. Mr. Chubb is my father. Please. <laughs> Please. He was great in news radio. <laughs> What's good news right Mr. Jones is my father. Please call me Mr. Alex. Mr. Jones is my father. Please. That <laughs> guy. Alex Jones. That uh, was rough. This is the best. Alex so- Jones and me coming up with bullshit conspiracies. <laughs> we make up ourselves a whole shit. And it goes into Tommy's news every week. <laughs> Alex. 